Blog Talk Radio.
Bless the name of the Lord tonight. We are here from Southeast Georgia. This is Angela Joy. I'm glad to be here tonight. Hopefully you had a great Sunday. Um, winding it down a little bit. As usual, my Sundays are usually full of people coming to eat. And, you know, I don't see family during the week much sometimes. Um Unless the kids have a game or some event, and I will end up there. But lately, we're transitioning from one sport to another, so now baseball season is in. So I'll be heading to uh, games soon. But uh, So Sundays are time to get together with the family. So I'm here with the family tonight, too. Sunday night is a time to get together with the family, the family of God. You are a part of my family, because if you are a part of the family of God, you're in the house. (laughs) You're in the family. So welcome tonight, and it is a chilly night here in southeast Georgia. She's got a fire burning, and um, I'm enjoying the atmosphere of that. All right, so you know, sometimes we need to maintain our atmosphere that brings peace and brings you know, solace and brings, you know, that that atmosphere that will prepare us to just rest in God. So I want you to rest in God tonight. I want you to know that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He always will be, and you can rest in that. Well, I hope you're having a wonderful evening uh, besides, you know, um, You know, just being here with me, I hope your day's been great. So if you're listening by Internet, you want to call in, that number is 319-527-6027. So give us a call if you're listening by Internet. Maybe, you know, lately a few times I've had some people who popped in that I hadn't spoken with. A couple times uh, not too far back, we had someone just kind of pick us up on the Internet. So if you're listening, give us a call. 319-527-6027, press 1, and that'll put you in the queue. And then uh, when you press 1, I'll be able to see your hand go up. It's a little hand that goes up that lets me know you're there and you're wanting us to agree with you in prayer. Um, Also, you want to text? You can do so. That number is 214-505-8719. Let me know you're waiting or if you want to just send through a prayer request. You can do it that way. That's perfectly okay. 214-505-8719. All right. So uh, just here to uh, let you know that I want to stand with you uh, in agreement with uh, what we want uh, God to do. You know, I was doing a little uh, searching here earlier this evening on prayer, you know, and uh, how appropriate. What is it? What is prayer? We're calling in for prayer tonight. We're calling in for um, you to, uh, for you to agree, for me to agree with you concerning the will of God for your life. That's basically what I want to do. I just want to agree with the will of God for your life. Uh, I don't have a plan. 
you may have a plan or we may think we have a plan or I may think I have a plan for my life. But you know what? If my plan does not coincide with the will and the plan of God, it's not worth a hill of beans, you know? All right? So all we want is the will of God. And and that's how we get into the plan and the will of God is by our communication with God, which is prayer. I mean, it's, it's something that God set up for us to be able to connect with him and to uh, have a relationship with him by communication. You know, when you're in a natural uh, situation, you have communication. You know, I am telling you, you can't have much of it with anyone. It's basically me and my, you know, I've got a new pet, and um, it's a tiny pet. (laughs) I have a dog who now has a dog, you know, we adopted his his daughter. She is tiny. She's not much bigger than my hand, but, you know, I communicate with them, you know. I don't, you know, they, you know, over the years, I've had the one five years, he pretty much knows what I'm saying some things, you know, so I communicate with him. If I didn't communicate with him, he wouldn't know what I was talking about or he wouldn't, you know, we have a relationship as a, I'm I'm a dog owner, okay? And so I give the instructions, although sometimes these animals think they want to give the instructions, but I give the instructions. And there's communication there because there's a relationship. When we have a human relationship, you know, we've got to maintain the relationship by communication. And so in order to maintain our relationship with God, we've got to communicate. And how do we do that? We do that through prayer. And we can bow. uh, We can lay prostrate before him. Or we can walk down the street and enjoy just a leisurely walk and talk to God. However, we need to fit him into the realm of us depending on him to give us what we need to get through this life. He's okay with that, you know, so um, just wanted to talk a little bit about prayer and, um, you know, basically focusing on, you know, the Lord's Prayer. Uh, Back, let's see, that is in Matthew, Matthew 6, and it instructs us that um, we are to uh, pray. And the Lord Jesus, you know, he gave instruction on how that's to be done in Matthew 6. Uh, He first uh, let us know that we don't do prayers uh, as a religious um, uh, ceremony or a religious practice to impress anyone. We do prayer as a form of communication with the Father. And so Jesus taught how to pray in Matthew 6, 9 through 13. And I just want to talk a little bit about that before we start taking calls. And, of course, you know, my usual thing is I will, you know, play another song. I always like to set the atmosphere because, to me, the atmosphere is so important. I mean, you have your way of setting at the atmosphere uh, for your day. Um, you have, a, you know, something you do to kind of prepare you uh, to receive what you need to receive that day. And so we prepare to receive the Lord. Um, my thing is I love music. You know, I love music, and I love quietness. Um, of course, there are times when, you know, that's not possible. But when I really want to hear from the Father, uh, I like to just sit before him 
I like to, you know, release the word. Of course, we can do that by prayer because we can pray the word. And I want to sit and I want to receive what he has to have, what he has to give me, because I need what he has to give me in order to operate and do the things that he's called me to do. I, you know, too many times I personally have, you know, not done things the way I need to because I haven't sought the instruction of the Father on how to do it. And so when we do things like that, of course, we know we can end up in some places we don't want to be. We can actually say some things we don't need to say. Why? Because we're not being led by the Spirit of God. So when we pray, we can ask that God lead us, even in our prayer. And the thing with Matthew 6, 9 through 13, it just basically gives us a a formula for prayer. And first of all, it starts out, Our Father in Heaven. So I'm going to just read it. Our Father in Heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Now, that's a big one right there for me. I mean, we start out um, acknowledging the Father and how awesome he is, how wonderful he is. You know, like that song um, that just played, you know, day and night, night and day, let incense arise. What is this incense? It's the free, the, the sweet fragrance of the Holy Spirit ushering in our prayers before the Father because he's worthy of all that we can offer him in thanksgiving and, and, and trusting and dependence on him and acknowledging him and honoring him and lifting him up. How do we do that? We do that by first acknowledging that he is our Father in heaven and your name let it be holy. And then we ask that your will be done in our life. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Your will, not my will, but your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. We just we're, It reminds me of what Paul said about being content in that particular state that you're in. How do you do that? You acknowledge that. I'm going to give this day to you, and I'm going to acknowledge that you have given this day to me and that you are going to give me what's necessary for today. Huh. You're going to give me what's necessary for today. And when we have a heart of gratitude, when we're content in what God is doing for us now, don't you know how much that ushers in the things that God wants to do for us as we walk through this journey, as we go through the, the, the path that he's laid for us, that he knows there is gratitude and thanksgiving even for today, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts. Give us of these transgressions that we've made as we forgive those who transgress against us. We want you to forgive us, but we got to do some forgiving ourselves. We've got to be able to lay stuff down and not carry it to the next place. Why? Because it's not necessary, and it doesn't glorify God. So we want to give you this day in honor as you have given this day to us as a daily bread that we, we, we can learn to forgive 
and move on as we also have given our debtors. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Now, this is a, a part of the prayer that, you know, I, I often think of sometimes when I get my day started is that, God, deliver us from the evil. Deliver evil plans or plots that have been set against me. Um, thank you as I honor you and worship you that it will build up a wall that will uh, hinder and stop and block the fiery darts of the enemy. You will keep me from evil as I proclaim who you are, as I acknowledge who you are, as I lift up your name, as I praise and I worship. It builds up just like when the when the enemy came and he wanted to, uh, you know, tell the Lord, he wanted to tell God, yeah, you got a hedge around Job. Well, you know what? We can build a hedge around us. Why? Because we, how we how can we do that? We can lift up praise. We can honor God. We can worship God. You know, God said Job was a righteous man. You know, when we lift up the name of the Lord, when we lift up His Word, when we place a hedge of, of around us of worship and acknowledgement of the God that we serve and His power, His might. And that we are shielded by that thing. Huh. There's us all around us. There's a fence that will keep the enemy at bay when he fires, because he's going to come at, at us. The word lets us know. The weapon will form, but it doesn't necessarily need to prosper. Why? Because we've already prepared ourselves with the word around us as we get our day started, we can place the word around us, we can worship the word around around us, and it will stop the plan or it will hinder and let the enemy know who, what, who's, who's protecting us and what position we're in. I'm in a position where the word has sensed me. There's a hedge. So we get up, we know that the evil is here. Lead us not into temptation, even to be tempted to do evil. You can see this thing works both ways. You know, the enemy comes to try to get us and tempt us to do evil, but he's also got people out there tempting them to do evil against us. So we get up ready. <laughs> we get up with the word. We get up with the worship. We get up with the praise. We get up with a sense that we won't cross over to be there in a place of doing evil. And that evil won't cross over to try to do us in. So deliver us from evil because is the kingdom, Father, and the power and the glory forever. You know, a lot of us have memorized that prayer uh, and we kind of just do it rote memory. But there's power in the instructions there. There's power to follow the instructions there. We know that God has given us this as a formula for prayer. And then we we practice it. We practice the principles of it. For yours is the kingdom. 
and the power and the glory forever. So, God, we just want to pray according to your will. You know, when it comes to situations and circumstances that we're not sure about the direction to go in, pray the will of the Father. Pray the will of the Father. You know, and it lets us know that he is sensitive to receive what we're offering. He's day and night, night and day. Let this prayer be a sweet fragrance to you because you're worthy of the glory. And when we pray to honor and worship God in prayer, even as we come to him, we talk to God as our father. What's the father to be like? He's an example of the best father we could ever have. He loves and he takes care of us. What else? We give God glory and we praise him in our prayers. Also, we confess that God's plan is more important than our plan and that we desire that his plan come forth. We pray for our daily needs. And we trust God that he's going to take care of us. And that's a very important part right there. When we pray, we need to pray in faith, believing that God is everything that he said he is. And we trust him that he's going to do everything that he said he would do according to his will. Yes, it's right there in the word for the daily need to be Lift it up to the Father. But if you're lifting up something and you don't believe that he's the God that he says he is that's going to be able to take care of you, you just, you just nullified the prayer. You just nullified the power. Oh, my God. Nobody should even, under, I mean, Lord, have mercy, help me to never, to never seem like I'm nullifying the power of God by walking in disbelief when I come to God and I ask him to do something and then I'm going to say, you know, leave away thinking, well, I don't know if he's going to do it. (laughs) That nullifies it. And also we pray for forgiveness of our sins, as I mentioned. And the knowledge that God already has forgiven us and he already knows. But we pray for forgiveness. And we pray that God help us to lead live a life that honors him, honors him, honors him. You know, I think about sometimes, you know, when I think about me as a mother and my children, and I have three grown sons and I have five grandchildren. And um, I just think about the honor, what it feels like for them to honor me. And when someone honors you, it it just puts a a special something in you to make sure you want to acknowledge that you appreciate them honoring you. You want to do something that will let them know. You know, that's pretty much what I do on Sunday. I want them to understand that I love them and I love family and I, I love creating an atmosphere where we can come together You know, I do it maybe a couple, sometimes three times a month on Sundays. 
and they honor me by coming over and you know I don't want them to bring anything except for their their fellowship. You know I prepare everything, uh, but it it honors me that they accept the invitation to come and hang out with me. <laughs> you know what? Because once kids you know get grown and go you know sometimes they don't want to come hang out with mama, you know? But it, it's an honor for them to come and be in my presence because it shows a certain amount of honor to me. Don't you know God wants us to come and hang out in his presence because it shows honoring him? They're, honor, they're still honoring me in that manner by wanting to be in my company, by wanting to be in my presence. You know, even the grandkids, you know, they got things they have to do. But, you know, I always have a few over here, uh, one or two, maybe three, rarely all five, thank the Lord, at one time. But, you know, it's honoring to me for them to want to be in my presence. Don't you know it honors God? And it, it and God looks at that in a way of wanting to honor you and because you desire to be in his presence? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we acknowledge him, the greatness of who he is, and we pray in his name. And we thank the Father and we pray in Jesus' name that he allowed Jesus to come and fill that gap to take our place on the cross. That sins would be forgiven. By the blood that was shed, the body that was broken for us, for us, for us. So, Lord, we thank you tonight. Lord, we know you hear our prayers. It doesn't mean we always get what we want, may want something but fortunately, God knows what is profitable to us and what isn't. So whether you get what you've been asking for, if you pray along the lines that the will of God be done, rest in that. If it doesn't work out like you think it should or how you want it to work out, rest in the fact that a part in part of the praying is that the will of God come forth and not ours. And that what he has in store when we pray the will, and even though we may think we know the will, it's going to be profitable to us. We know that God cares for us. And we love the fact that we have a father that always will. So, Lord, we thank you tonight for your people. We thank you, Lord, that you've come uh, to be amongst us and in the midst of this. We welcome you in Holy Spirit. We thank you. Ah, glory be to God that your presence will be here tonight. And I can't do anything. And I move aside that you would come forth to do what you need to do tonight, that you will give peace to your people who question even that you hear, that they hear you, that you hear them. But if you are a part of the body of Christ, if you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he hears you. 
He knows you. And even if you haven't, there's the opportunity tonight for you to walk into that place of relationship with God. To accept the fact that Jesus came. He was born in a manger. He walked this earth 33 years and he he died on a cross and he rose from the dead that we could walk in wholeness and fullness. And it may not look like wholeness or fullness at times, but know that he has gone to prepare a place for us. That was his purpose, to come, to share, and to lead us into a place of understanding of who God is and who he is and that he has gone back to prepare a place for us. So, Lord, if there's anyone here tonight that might be listening and you don't know him, just ask Jesus into your heart tonight. Let him come in and walk away and leave him with Jesus and be born again. That's how you can get into a relationship with the Father through the Son and begin to profit from this prayer. (laughs) You know, this is how you profit from the prayer when you're in the family of God, when you become a part of the family of God. This is how you profit. This is how you benefit. When you ask that his will be done, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and in my life. And I thank you daily for what you're doing, how you forgave us, that we will forgive others, that we won't carry unforgiveness. And unforgiveness will come as the enemy comes and try to lead us into temptation. It says, lead us not into temptation. He doesn't, but the enemy comes to try to lead us into a place of unforgiveness and deliver us from evil. Those who come at us with wrong intentions, we plead the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the promises of God. Hallelujah. So, Lord, thank you for your people tonight. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for what you're doing. We pray for uh, the founder, Prophet Randy Chandler. We pray for those ministers that come on here and faithfully, you know, minister the word of God and share and help others. Lord, because we're moving into a place where you're taking us into greater, great, greater heights and deeper depths in you when we obey and we follow through. So, Lord, thank you as you bless Prophet Randy, his family, his wife, Lord, those who come to be a part of what God has given him to be a platform to reach lives with a better understanding of this God that we serve and the season and the time that we're in. So important that we know the time and the season that we were in. But we thank you because he's given him in 
to un- to understand and how to explain things that will help us to understand the times and the seasons that we're in. So we bless your name tonight, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Well, I'll play one more song, and uh, I will be back uh, in just a bit. And so you be blessed. And like I said, if you just tuned in, listening by Internet, the number is 319-527-6027. Press 1. You'll be in the queue. That's 319-527-6027. And if you want to just send a text, I'll try to keep an eye out for it. If you want to send through a prayer request or if you want to just let me know that you are there. Hallelujah. All righty. So I'll be back in just a bit and we'll go on from there. Bless y'all.
Sometimes I think the enemy wants to make us feel some sort of way when we're in desperation for the Father, when we're in desperation for the move of the Holy Spirit, when we realize that it's not in us that these things can be accomplished, but only through God. There's nothing wrong with being desperate for God. You know, Sometimes I think about situations that I've been in throughout the years, especially, you know, with this Christian walk, and even feeling ashamed that I'm in some predicament that maybe I really didn't even have knowledge of being in or putting myself in. 
And then the enemy might come and taunt and say, oh, you know, look at you. But guess what? That puts me in a place of desperation for the Father. You know, I believe a lot of times God allows us to be in situations that, you know, we can't even get into ourselves because we know nobody can get us out of this. Nobody can do what needs to be done except him. And that keeps us in a desperation for the Father. You know, he knows us better than we know ourselves. You know, I look at situations and circumstances and I'll say, God, you know, I did the best that I knew that I could do. I didn't try to get there. I didn't try to put myself in this predicament. And then I find myself desperate for God to move, desperate for the situation to change because I'm lost without him. And I know in situations there's nobody that can do anything about it but God. So that places me in a state of desperation. Do you think God frowns on that? No. Because he allowed things to happen that we could understand who he is and how dependent we are on him. And then I can step back and say, I can forgive myself. You know, we're talking about the Lord's Prayer. We're talking about forgiving. We can forgive ourselves. Hallelujah. We can ask for forgiveness. We pray for forgiveness for our sins. And the knowledge that God has already forgiven us in Jesus. So we can walk knowing that whatever taunting might come forth from the enemy, it doesn't matter. Because I'm going to be in a state of desperation, and my God never fails. He'll always answer. He'll always show up. It may not be the way I expect. It may not be handled how I want him to handle it. But I'm desperate, and I know he's a father that will answer. I'm desperate for you. Oh, yes, I am. I'm lost without you. Oh, yes, I am. I'm desperate for you. I'm desperate for you, Father. So, Lord, I pray tonight that we know that we can come boldly. We can lay down the weights that and the things that so easily beset us. And we come here tonight to lay it down because we're desperate for you. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to go ahead and start with our call. And um, let me just get something to write with here. And we're going to start and move right on in and let God have his way. Amen. All right. So let's go to 111111. And who am I speaking with? And where are you calling from? Hi. You're speaking to Barbara from Dallas. How are you? Hi, Barbara. How are you? <laughs> Excited, happy. Well, praise, praise the Lord. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, well um, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, that, that is awesome. You are excited and praise the Lord. Well, I mean, that kind of just like, woo. I want to, I just feel like I want you to just, 
tell me what your excitement is all about first. Well, I was just talking to the Lord, and I said, Father, I just want to thank you that we bear much prayer fruit. You know, when you pray all the time, we got prayer fruit. So I asked Jesus about that so I could receive Mm -hmm. that joy and that gladness and his delight to give me that overflow and complete me in that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So I was just talking to him, and I said, I count it all joy. I said, Father, you wake us up with our right mind, our strength, and we have great health. And even when it doesn't feel like it, we still prophesy. We have to prophesy over our health. And for the joy, the encounters that we have, and the encounter of the test or the trials or any sort, because we are strong, and we're strong in the Lord. Mm. So I just we know that we got the victory in the name of Jesus, and we know Satan's under our feet. And we're not moved by the adverse and the circumstances. So we we just made the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. We dwell in that secret place in, in the kingdom Amen. of God. And so he give us that peace, that joy in the Holy Spirit. So I was just telling him, Lord, I praise you. I rejoice. I yeah. love you. I say you feel sweet like honey from a honeycomb. And I just love you. Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. <laughs> so Hallelujah. we just let ourselves in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, and as you were talking, I saw like a funnel, uh, like a funnel, you know, like a funnel, you pour stuff through. And I saw like a funnel, um, you know, I don't know. Well, you even heard the term. I don't know what a funnel cloud is. What is a funnel cloud? Let's let's, let's get a little meteorologist here. (laughs) What is a... Uh, let's see, a funnel cloud. I saw a funnel, and then I saw it, like, in the sky, and then as you were talking, and um, and I was thinking along the terms of God funneling things to you. All right, so it says a funnel cloud, it's a rotating funnel-shaped cloud forming, um, the core of a tornado or a water spout. And then I can see something else. What does quote-unquote mean? Because it was in the heavens. A funnel cloud is a funnel cloud of condensed water droplets associated with a rotating column of wind and extending from the base of the cloud uh, but not reaching the ground or water surface. So, like I saw, like um, like a funnel over, like in the heavens, over you, so to speak, mm-hmm. or in representation of where you are in in a spiritual sense. And that it was like, you know, he's funneling things through to you. And then when you think about the wind and water, mm-hmm. we associate that with the Holy Spirit um, mm-hmm. to um, to come on us, to, to envelop us, to douse us, to take over us. And it's like I saw this funnel-shaped thing over you, so to speak, and um, that God is, is, is moving. And, of course, when it says here, a rotating column of wind, and extending from the base of the cloud and or towering something. 
cumulus cloud, but not reaching the ground or the or a water surface, but it's the wind that's funneling over you, the wind of the Holy Spirit that's causing this, uh, it says a cloud of condensed water droplets that's rotating a column of wind over you. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, as you are, you're like dropping on her. You're, you're, you're flowing on her. The wind of the Holy Spirit is coming forth to funnel in the things that you need, the things that God has given you in the, in the spirit realm, in the realm of, of the spirit to move those things to have power in the wind of rotating and, and you tapping into that with the things that God is placing in your life. So, Lord, we thank you for this manifestation to come forth in her life as you continue to funnel the things that she needs for this walk, this 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 ministry, this this depositing, this 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 moving into the places that you have already set up for her, that the Holy Spirit will just come on her and begin to funnel in the things that are needed for the escalation and the elevation in the calling that God has on your life. We thank you, God. We thank you for the wind of the Holy Spirit as it blows. We thank you for the water, the representation of the Holy Spirit to flow and to come and be funneled into her life for the glory of God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord, thank you. How does do that? Um, I don't know. I feel like oh, that I is, it's uh, something that I had prayed, you know, over my head. <laughs> I told oh, really? the Lord that you say that you rejoice over me with joy, and I'm redeemed, and hallelujah, so I come with singing and everlasting joy is upon my head. So I attain joy with gladness and sorrow and sighing flees away. But the spirit of rejoicing and the joy and the laughter is my heritage. So where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So in maximation and bondage and freedom, so I walk in that liberty. So I just start saying, Father, my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. And I am ever filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit, with my heart to you, Lord. And my happy heart is good medicine. And, you know, just cheerful mind and (laughs) it works as healing. And I said, Lord, even with Amen. my light, the light in my eyes rejoice the heart of others. So I have a good report. Mm-hmm. So I was just talking to the Lord, just telling him my countenance, you know, to radiate the joy of the Lord. And so and I mm-hmm. said, well, that's like that Kona, that basket, like you get like during Thanksgiving. I forgot what it's mm-hmm. called, but all the taste oh, and the, yeah. everything comes that's like out of it. That's a funnel shape. Yes, that's the thing. It's, it's called a... Kona, what you call um, that thing? I know, mm-hmm. I can't think of it right now. What is it? Uh, uh, starts with a C, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's uh-huh. see. Um, what is it? What is it? Conocopia. 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 That's it. That fruit back. Yeah. Right. So okay. Yeah, and that's shaped like a funnel. Uh huh. 
that's the thing that's been prophesied over me over and over and over. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. And, wow. and then we talked on it last, the week before last or something, whenever I had got on here. Well, I, I know and, that, you know, when you think about that, you know, that particular form or shape, um, mm-hmm. you just identify with it as seeing it full of plenty. It's never runs out. Yeah. It doesn't run out and it's full of plenty. Plenty of what? Plenty of what's good. Plenty of, because when you think about it, Barbara, in the natural, the cornucopia, Mm -hmm. you don't put meat in there. Mm -hmm. You put certain, you know, delicious fruits and uh, things in that and vegetables. And and Uh you think about the fruit of the spirit um, and and it being full of plenty, that you're full Mm -hmm. of plenty of the fruit of the spirit. And then that funnel thing, you know, wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't even think about that. Um, The funnel that's over you, it's full of plenty. And even with the, the, example of, of what you've seen it's like and we talked about what's it it's filled with it's usually filled with the goodness the harvest the goodness of the harvest mm-hmm. the goodness of the things that God has blessed us with and that whole thing with a funnel like I said you know like God is using that to just funnel things to you the funnel mm-hmm. the things that's needed necessary but are good. They're good for you. So praise God. I just, that's amazing. Thank you. That's like the overflowing. It overflows with the harvest things and blessings, spiritual as well as the natural. So it never runs out. Yes. There is no ending. And so that's what I was Amen. laughing and praying to bear much prayer fruit as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, um, it's a place we really we have to stay in that that place because it's so easy for the enemy to come in and just try to just get us out of that place. But that's the place where we receive what God has for us, and that's why the enemy wants us to move out of that place of peace, mm-hmm. of um, understanding that. And then it goes back to when I was talking about the Lord's Prayer. And, you know, part of the script, that particular uh, verse of scripture refers to, um, you know, praying for our daily needs and trusting that God is going to take care of everything, that there's, mm-hmm. there's no lack in him. And we mm-hmm. pray with an understanding that there's no lack in him. And when we operate in that fashion, of course, that's going to cause things to be drawn to us because, we're praying with an understanding that when we ask God for our daily needs, we're mm-hmm. going to trust him to take care of it. So um, it's really, it's our, sh- we, we get shorted when we don't. <laughs> when we pray God to God and we walk away not expecting him to take care of what we've already asked, what kind of God are we thinking, you know, what are we saying to God? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I was mentioning about honor and things like that. 
you know, when God understands that we honor him and that we respect him and that we trust him, it, it, it just opens up a whole new dimension of receiving from God. Yeah. It just, I mean, I think we block our blessings and the things that God has for us by not operating in a manner that is honoring to him. It doesn't honor God when we think that, when we act as if we can pray but not expect him to be the father that he already says that he is. What, are we calling mm-hmm. God a liar? Mm-mm. Okay, so when we walk away and we come for first to present our needs to him and we walk away with a different mindset, um, that's really not a place you want to be in to receive what God has for us. It's very disrespectful. It's very disrespectful um, to to approach God. I mean, and I never thought about it like this, but, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, okay, so would you want to be uh, disrespected, you know, um, for your position as parent to take care of what you've already told your child that you could do, that was in your power, of course, um, that would be, you know, you know, disrespectful of the child mm-hmm. to accuse us of not stepping up to the plate when we can. So God, we are accusing God that he's not, going to step up to the plate and do what he says he's going to do um, and have a manner, that that type of manner or mindset and walk away with that attitude? <laughs> what are we saying about God? You know, what are we saying? So mm-hmm. I kind of was looking at this, you know, the prayer and I kind of dissected it and applied it to my attitude and Things that mm-hmm. I was having a problem with, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but yeah, that's good though. That's good because that's that's what I was talking on all day today. That's what mm. me and a sister, a friend of mine, we, the woman of God, we were talking about being fruitful, being um, when we give God, God give us His word that is already done, and then we go and pray amiss and. And I said, it's like we're disrespecting God. Like, we're not loving him and his word and what he said, you know. And I said, it's like we don't, you're not loving him to the fullest when we don't believe right. in him and what his word says. So we were going on and on and on and just talking of different things. And, you know, and then you brought out some other aspects of it. You know, it's like things that we want children to do and to, you know, and to love God and do this and that and the other. And God said, well, look, I've already got it done. It's waiting on you. And sometimes you, why will you need to move out of the way so I can finish doing what i got to do for you? And so right. we were just talking right. in all different parts of it. It's just so big, you know. We could go different ways it with it. Because the kingdom of God yeah, is, I mean, is that. Yeah. I never even looked at it like that before, you know. Mm-hmm. Until, like, I was looking at the scripture and I was thinking, you know, wow, um, it's it, it it's so many facets here. <laughs> excuse me, that would hinder us mm-hmm. from being able to receive what God has already 
given us. Basically, we're at the point where we just we need to receive what's already been given. It's like somebody plans a meal. They place it on the table. All they say is come and eat. I don't I don't mm-hmm. like I don't want that. You know? I don't feel like mm-hmm. eating now. I, I, I don't wanna come over there. Well, it's already laid out for you. It's already cooked. The meal is here. It's a delicious meal. God's already given us things. And we were just like, hmm, you you know, I don't know. It's just, I just have to take, I was taking inventory of myself, you know, just looking at why I might be missing out on some stuff that God's already said he wants me to have. And, of course, like the, the biggest part to me is I've always, I usually always bring up is that it's about the will of the Father. I really don't want anything that's not in his will. We mm-hmm. we basically need to just submit our will to God's will and trust him that his will is best for our lives and stop trying to work our own thing, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, move out of the way, like you said. Move mm-hmm. out of the way. Mm-hmm. Move out of the way, you know. And to just know that not only does it talk about but deliver us from evil, but before that it says, don't lead us into temp- please don't lead me into temptation, that I would be the one mm-hmm. perpetuating the evil. <laughs> we need to know that we have a place here that we could get into some error, and we could mm-hmm. be the one through temptation bringing forth evil. Don't let me participate to bring forth evil and keep evil from me. And how do I keep evil mm-hmm. from that? First of all, mm-hmm. by the mindset and understanding that I'm not going to entertain evil. And a lot of times when we entertain evil, that just opens the door for evil to come in. Because the mm-hmm. enemy believes at that point he has a right to come in. Why? Because we've been entertaining. Don't lead me into any temptation where I'm going to open a door for the enemy to have access for me to be tempted to do evil, and I've opened the door for, you know, it's like reaping and sowing, sowing and reaping. You know, sow, you can get back. You know, that even comes into play. With that temptation of doing evil, where the word is already said here, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, don't give me the temptation, you know, let me realize if I do this thing, I've already started a, a, a process of sowing, and then I'm going to reap some evil. Mm. Don't do it. So, I mean, that just I just saw so much in that. Mm-hmm. Well, I just asked yeah, the I Lord just... to give me good fruit, good fruit, maturity, you know, in the good fruit for us, you know. Not, not yep. you know, I don't want anything. I don't want to sit there and just eat anything from every table and every anything, Mm-mm. you know. No. And that, no. that's why I rest in his presence in the Almighty so that he can feed mm-hmm. us. I was asking him about the bread of life, you know. I was talking to him today, asking God to feed me his bread and being fruitful and multiplying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you come out with this. <laughs> it's just, it just, everything that I've been talking about, you know, I just fruit of the spirit and everything and seeking you the first, the kingdom of God and 
just everything yes. that I was talking to you today. I, I got a chance to hear it again. Amen. Well, that's just, you know, praise God. God confirms. And what he really wants us to, I had that happen to me last week. I had things that, you know, he just kept confirming to me. You know, he spoke to me about a situation, and sure enough, um, he was telling me exactly what was kind of going on behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. um, I approached someone and, and was talking to them, and it confirmed exactly what the Spirit of God had shown me uh, involving this situation. And, you know, it's like when we were talking about earlier, when we're in relationship with the Lord, when we have that communication going on, because how can you be in a relationship when there is no communication? But when you Mm -hmm. have that communication going on with the Father, he's going to communicate to you. I mean, some things that, you know, and and we need to also be careful when God is sharing us, sharing stuff to us, and not be so quick to just blurt it out of our mouth and let the enemy know that we know what he's doing. You know, mm-hmm. just keep it to yourself. Like it's like I always think about the scripture with Mary when the angel came and told her what was about to happen. He said she pondered mm-hmm. on those things. You know, mm-hmm. she thought on those things. She didn't go blurting out mm-hmm. telling everybody. You know, he thought on those things, you know? So a lot of mm-hmm. times God will give us stuff that he just wants us to think on. And, mm-hmm. you know, don't say a word. Don't don't say it out loud. Don't say anything. And so that's what happened with the situation. I God had told me exactly what was going on behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. um, I didn't say a word. And then when I mentioned something to someone about the situation that they were involved in, this, they were like, I mean, I was like, wow, God already told me. It's like it's not a surprise. It's nothing mm-hmm. that took me off guard. It it was just like, wow, God. That's just so, it's so important that we communicate, that we have that relationship because he can warn us. He can prepare mm-hmm. us. He can protect us. He can keep things away from us, keep us on the right path. Trust in the Lord with all our hearts, you know. Yes. Yes. He's going to direct us. He's going to show us. And so that's what I got out of, you know, that. And then just this whole communication, it's serious. This communication mm-hmm. with God, this prayer, this this, this prayer communication, so imperative. It is so, so much that, you know, we have to realize it's a part of our very life and very being to make it to where God's taken us to is to keep the lines of communication open and not always just talking, but listening mm-hmm. to the direction mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And he will not lead us wrong. He will not lead us wrong. So well, that's just awesome, Barbara. I just glad I hadn't talked to you in a while and been out for mm-hmm. a little bit and I came back and um it's just, you know, God is just glad to hear what God is doing with you. Yes, ma'am. Just resting in the presence of the Almighty. And so I just enjoy I really appreciate what you said. So um it just builds my confidence up in it, you know, that he's doing a mighty work in, in the people of God. 
And so when yes. he works with you to help others and and some things we can't share. And sometimes he prepares us before it happens. And so I'm just grateful yes. for that too, to have some patience with a lot of and, things know, that are going on. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And I look at it too, mm-hmm. sometimes the enemy. So, you know, say for instance, the enemy's up to something and we haven't been prayerful. We haven't been in a state of prayer or communication with God. You know, we can easily just going off into the flesh somewhere, you know. The wrong situation mm-hmm. pops up. You know, that's exactly what the enemy wants. He wants us to be caught off guard and not have this flesh under submission to the word and have mm-hmm. us react in a certain way that's going to discredit the kingdom of God. That's really yes. what he wants. Oh, that's truth right really there. what he mm. wants. I saw that. I mean, I saw that. Mm-hmm. It's like God told me. It was like, you know, he, the enemy's plot discredits the body of Christ. That's his whole thing. Besides killing, stealing, and destroying, mm-hmm. he wants to discredit. What does the word say? He goes before the Father as to accuse the brethren. Mm-hmm. That killing, stealing, and destroying is discrediting the body of Christ, discrediting you, Barbara, to go before mm-hmm. God and say, hey, you know, hey, you know, I thought she was such a this and that, but hey, you know, he had this front laid out and because we didn't communicate with God or weren't listening to God for instructions on what to do next, you know, hey, I could get, I could get in the flesh and say, hey, you know, what you think you're doing over there? Yeah. Oh, I thought she was going handle herself a little bit better than that. She's supposed to be a woman of God. What's going on with this? Mm-hmm. See, that's the whole thing. The enemy wants mm-hmm. us to be in the flesh. He wants mm-hmm. us to react in a way that's going to discredit God. Because he mm-hmm. hates us. And he hates us. Love And there's no. He's. Uh oh, something happened to your phone. Vatican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he wants to do. Okay, there you go. I hear you now. Yeah, I was like, I guess he's just a little perturbed that we were talking about him. <laughs> True. <laughs> he's just yeah. a little upset that we're discussing how he plots. Yes, they want us to act a certain way, not just smile and ignore Satan and just say, God bless. He said, love, I yeah. mean, bless them, you persecute you. Bless and you have to be mature in a situation. Yes. If you're mature, he, he got nothing on you. You just ignore. There you, you go. Pray. Pray for isn't Jesus. That pray God, for isn't them. that what Jesus said? He said, you have nothing yes. in me. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, you have nothing in me. Hmm. All right, Satan. Yes. And that's why it's so important. Keep the lines of communication open so that God can share with us, you know, how to handle, every, you know, situations that come up that, you know, I have a tendency to just kind of be very blunt. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have the tendency, you know, I just tell people, mm-hmm. right, I have a tendency to just really just, I have never been a person who cussed. I never found that. A p- attractive mm-hmm. orb. I've never been a cussing person. 
Mm-hmm. But I have always been a person who has been uh, able to just kind of put people in their place in a in a slick mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been I've been told by when I was in the world. I mean, I never had to cuss because I thought, really, to be honest with you, I thought cussing was beneath me because mm-hmm. I could put you into place with a slick mouth quicker than I could with a bad word. I just put you in place okay. with a slick mouth. Because I've had people say, you have a slick mouth. Slick mouth. And I took pride when I was in the world. I took pride in that. took pride in the fact. I don't have to do anything but just say some words that you don't even know what I'm talking about and properly put you in place and shut you down. And you'll, you'll be speechless. Mm-hmm. You'll have nothing else to say. And I wouldn't have right. not used one word of profanity. Mm-hmm. Not one word. So I've been known to have a slick mouth. So um, God has shown me, you know, that's why he's telling me in this season, that's why the enemy would, well, I have to listen to God, God Barbara. I've got to listen mm-hmm. to God because I'll be tempted to head back onto that slick mouth and just yeah. tell you exactly how I feel without any, you know, just that's just the mm-hmm. way. And to be honest with you, Barbara, 99.9% or 100% of the chance the time it's going to be the truth. I'm not going to I'm not going to sugarcoat whatever I see going on with you. I don't True. have to lie. I'm just going to mm-hmm. bring it point blank to your face and mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know I see it and I'm just going to mirror it to you. Mm-hmm. I mean it's not going to be a lie. But you know how you know, people, you know, you have a certain way you say things even though it may be the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't care about none of that. It was the truth. Mm-hmm. You needed to hear it, and I wasn't gonna miss it by saying it. But I didn't have the cuss to do it. That's just who I was. And I learned that mm-hmm. as a young child growing up by myself. It was getting me in a lot of trouble because I was about. Mm-hmm. I was by myself, Barbara. So I didn't really have anybody protect me. So. Mm-hmm. I, I think I got, I like it, from, I think I got it from the old people. What now? I said it's kind of like when you had to be the change hat. You had to wear the mother hat, the father hat. You just had to be right. both in a home or something. And they would say, oh, she's just a spitfire. I said, yeah. <laughs> well, like I, was raised by, I was raised by older parents. So, yeah. you know, I, I picked yeah. up the habits of old people. That my mom was another was a person who she didn't miss her words. I mean, she, I mean, she just said what she needed to say, and that was it. It was just I don't whether you like it or not. I really don't care. And I grew up like that because I grew up basically by myself with them. Since my brother was seventeen when I was born, my sister oldest one, who was kind of a second mom, she was like twenty three when I was born in college. And then there was a 14-year-old. So by the time I was like five years old, they were gone. So I had these old people around, and I just took on old people's habits, you know. <laughs> and my mom, mm-hmm. they were really funny. Now, they, I mean, they were older, you know, than, you know, most, my, of course, my friend's parents. But, you know, I grew up, I don't know, my, for her to be like this is kind of odd, but I think because they both, my mom and my dad, both lost their parents. Um, well, my dad lost his mother and father by the time he was 10 years old. So he had to raise himself. 
Mm-hmm. And then, and he was born in like 19, probably 1909 or 10, something like that. And then my mom, her mother died when she was like 11 or 12. And her dad kind of just did his thing. And so she had to raise herself. And then she had other brothers and sisters who were older than her to help raise her. So my parents didn't grow up with the foundation that a lot of people had as far as, um, these are adults, you got to go out of the room. So I didn't get raised like that because they, I guess mm-hmm. they didn't experience that. So, I mean, they didn't, they weren't talking about anything really like bad, but basically they never just like, like when cousins would come to visit and, mm-hmm. you know, it was the old older cousins and they were talking to my mom about things that they did when they grew up. I wasn't sent out of the room. I was, I was allowed to just sit there and listen to their old stories, you know? Mm-hmm. And where was she going to send me? I didn't, I didn't have any brothers or sisters or anybody around. So where was she going to send me? She didn't, I mean, so, and they weren't talking about anything ugly, really, most of the time. They just were talking about times when they grew up and they were kids and what life was like and how Pa had to get on the wagon in midnight and leave out of Georgia mm-hmm. and how, how we ended up in Florida. Is because he had to leave on a covered wagon at midnight before somebody found him, and it might have been a lynching. So I got to hear all of this stuff. I wasn't shielded from any of it. I I knew about Papa. Mm-hmm. I knew why mm-hmm. he left Edenton, Georgia, and they went to Plant City, Florida. I knew the reason why. I knew that, you know, Mama was, you know, said she was Indian and something else, we don't know. And that how her family was like, we didn't know about those people. <laughs> I mean, I heard all of these stories and how cousin Louis' mom, mom was a gypsy. And, I mean, it just, you know, and, and how he would travel to Las Vegas. You know, I just sit there and listen to all, and he would drive 45 miles an hour, Barbara, to go to, um, to go to, from Florida to Las Vegas. Uh, every year just so he could see the lights and just be out there and from, you know, and he drove 45 miles an hour all the way every year during the summer. He drove, he drove from Florida to Las Vegas. Oh, wow. And it was just, it just was, I was just never prohibited from like hearing all the tales that they had to tell about how my mom would, you know, see fire in the tree, and she thought her mom said, "Come in, there's a you know, there's a spirit out there." You know, it was just so interesting. So it was crazy. Really, it was, it was really I love yeah. those stories. My grandmother raised me, so I know. Yeah. And yeah. So, but in all of that, I've learned. I've learned that you know God, you know, He had a plan for me, even though mm-hmm. it looked like. In the natural, I was kind of late. You know, I was right on time. I was right on time. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I didn't mean to go off on some wild goose chase with that. I don't think I've ever said that. Why <laughs> <laughs> Papa had to leave Georgia. Why Papa had to leave Georgia, and I am uh-huh. in Georgia. And my mom, I grew up, my mom telling me always, never go to Georgia. You go to Georgia, you pass straight through. Don't stop. I've been here for 24 years. She probably just, and now, 
ended up bringing her here. She mm-hmm. didn't even know. She was in her uh, state of dementia, and she didn't even know she was here in Georgia because she said, I'm never going back to Georgia. But here I am mm-hmm. in your 24 years. But, yeah. Wow. All right, so you got a little That's bit of my scary. history there. Yeah, I, I need to hear more, but I know we don't have the time. Because no. I love those stories. When they would tell us, I would listen. I would deeply rooted listening because I needed to learn things. You know, that's how I guess, you know, I, I had one man to pray for me. He said, I, I he wanted to pray with me, but he said, um, uh, ma'am, uh, what color is your hair? And I said, uh, jet black. Why? He said, well, he said, I just saw your hair white. <laughs> <laughs> He hung up the ball. <laughs> and I let me know that the Lord would let him know that it, uh, this one got a lot of wisdom. You need to watch what you say to her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was raised by elderly people, you know, and then my people being a PK kid, you you hear all kind of stories and things. So I, I just knew to stay in the blood, under the blood, and just cry out to the Lord, you know. <laughs> Well, well, I always tell God. <laughs> well, I always tell God. Well, the reason I mean, I I got a slick mouth because you gave me the you gave me to the old people. Those old people raised me, and like my mom mm-hmm. felt like she could say whatever she wanted to say. I I can't even imagine her growing up in the period of time that she grew up in, and managed to get through. <laughs> she would say whatever she wanted to say, and. um it was just, I was like, okay, God. So I got that slick mouth from my mom because she pretty much just could, she would say whatever she wanted to say. And um, she kind of raised me like that, you know, in a sense that, mm-hmm. you know, don't say, you know, be respectful. Of course, you be respectful. But you don't don't have a problem ever communicating to people who you are, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and let them know you know who you are. And guess what? Don't you ever be ashamed of who you are. Never, ever. I mean, that was like downloaded in me from a child. You were to never be ashamed of who you are. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter how your hair looks. It doesn't matter who walks into the door. They're never above you. You respect them in their place and you honor them. But Mm -hmm. know who you are. And, and and carry yourself in a may, way that, you know, you know who you are. And then that's the way we are to be with the body as a body, a uh, member of the body of Christ, to know who we are. Yes. When the enemy tries to make fun of who you are, you yes. let the enemy know, I know who I am. I've been wonderfully made. Ha, I am a heir and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. Yeah. I don't care what you got to say, and all that mm-hmm. kind of played into that that upbringing has come over and intertwined with my place in Christ. Yeah. To know who identity, you are. Yeah. Yes, my identity. That's one thing I have never yeah. had an issue with of my identity. Never been. Ashamed of my identity, never wanted to be anything mm-hmm. else than who I am. Now, very, very much so. I mean, I, I hear how people might, you know, and, and I've had a lot of problems where I feel like the enemy has come along 
and he's tried to attack my identity and try to make yeah. me feel less than who I am. Why? Because he knows if he could ever do that to me, that he's got Definitely. a hold on me. Mm. But that's a door that I believe my mom, yeah. even in the natural, it, 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 he, she fortified that thing that I could carry it over into the, to the spirit side, the spiritual aspect of it. And I thank God for that. I thank God for that. I remember, I don't know if I told, I think I mentioned it the last time I was on, but I wasn't on with you. It's like um, last week I was telling someone about um, my uh, makeup as far as who I am and how my mom, you know, had a nervous breakdown when she found out she was pregnant at 45 and how mm-hmm. she never, I think, would have never named me Joy that the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. directed her to name me Joy. And that the word Joy, because my first name actually is Angela, but my mom always mm-hmm. called me Joy, and no one ever really called me Angela much growing up. They always called they, some people didn't even know my first name was Angela. There was Joy. And it, and, and it was like the Lord spoke to me and said, you know, I think Prophet Randy and I've had a couple other people give me a word like it's like you have a, a shield of Teflon. And it was like the Holy Spirit spoke to me last week and said, the reason it's like a shield of Teflon is because of your name. She kept speaking joy on you, even though Mm -hmm. she would have never Mm -hmm. named you joy. She spoke joy on you, and it became like a shield. And even though she didn't understand what she was doing, I believe the Holy Spirit, he he put that into play. And because of that, it's been like a shield that has protected me because every time someone called me, they called me joy. Yes, I love it. The joy of the Lord is my strength. So when they called me, even for detrimental reasons, they had to call joy. Hallelujah. They had to speak joy. They had to pronounce joy on me even though they were trying to pronounce death, even though they were trying to pronounce a curse, they had mm. they called my name. It became a shield against yeah. the wild and the fiery dark of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My God. God, my day. <laughs> Glory. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Glory. If you let him. <laughs> That's why it's so careful. We should be careful what we name our children. Because even mm-hmm. though the enemy was plotting, because, oh, she'll mm-hmm. come into the world and she won't know who she is and da 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 And even though my mm-hmm. mom wasn't excited about it, because in the natural, she would have named me anything other than joy. But oh. God had it as a plan. But every time you call her name, mm. every deceitful lie that will come against her, even from you and from other family members, it'll cancel it out when you call her joy. joy. Oh, glory to God. You'll cancel it out. You'll cancel yes. the assignment that even you're trying to put on her, mm. the enemies mm-hmm. of the world. But when you yes. speak her name, it'll cancel it out. It'll avoid it. In the name yeah. of Jesus. Glory to you. Wow. It's awesome that you're talking on this because I kept saying, 
God, whatever the enemy sends, he sent his serpents, he sent his snakes, whatever uh, the enemy got planned that come out of the mouth. I said, you have that wall of fire around me. And the more I laugh and the more I praise God, the more I dance, things would just fall off, just break, just break off. Glory. I said, won't he do it? Won't he? Won't he do it? (laughs) That's my weapon. That's my weapon right there. Your name is a weapon. Your name is a weapon against all forces. It's It's a a weapon. weapon. That's what the Lord showed me recently. That's why there seems to be a Teflon over you. Because when they call to speak a curse, they got to speak the blessing first. Ah, Glory be to God. The joy of the Lord is my strength and, and, and your mouth your mouth to praise you with joyful lips you are Jesus. forever ever stimulated in that holy ghost you can speak it in songs and music and your name yes. just it is what it is it's kind of like i am that i am i am yes. it's what your name is ah, it's just like the doorbells that keep ringing <laughs> Glory be to God. Praise God. I love it. Thank you, Lord. I I, I didn't want to. I didn't get the revelation of it until recently. Why? Why that Mm -hmm. Teflon thing? I kept getting prophetic words. It's like you got a Teflon coating, and then the Mm -hmm. Lord said you got a Teflon coating because when they wanted to speak a curse, they had to speak the blessing first. Yes. My God, for whatever it's mm-hmm. already got, it was trying to send your way. It couldn't land. It couldn't. It could come on there, but it couldn't. It couldn't stay. It, it couldn't it penetrate. Could, Why? It, it had because they either. already spoken the blessing, Woo! so the curse couldn't find a place to stay. My God, you 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 ever hear it? Just like that Pam spray when they spray it on Teflon. Yes. Teflon don't even need no butter. <laughs> You know, you don't even need oh. butter. It just flies on off. It won't stay. Yes. It can't stay. It's like a nonstick I pan. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It can't stay. It can't it stay. Can't stay. And I never ever stood. Well, how did that happen? What made that happen? It was like the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, Your name made it happen. Glory be to God. Mm. She didn't even know oh, what she was doing when she named you. Mm. But I knew what I was doing. I know how I was using mm. her to orchestrate it all. So, I mean, mm. I'm not living a glory-filled a glory filled life with everything falling into place because of that. But I tell you one thing, had the devil had his way, I would have been dead a long time ago. Because I've, I've, mm. I've gone through fiery trials where the enemy has on numerous occasions tried to snuff me out by the hands of a perpetrator. So I know that I would have been dead many years ago. I would have, mm-hmm. I would have never made it out of childhood. But God. But God. Okay. That gladness, that delight. You're just a delight yes. to many souls, many people by the infilling of that joy, that's that overflow, that joy of the Lord is your strength. And that's how you made it. That's how you overcome. That's how I made so many it. Yes. And, and tribulations and, and, and you know, and 
you know, he just said, count it all joy. And, you know, that count word is joy. written, I don't know how many times in the Bible, he said, I count it all joy. All joy. When you encounter those tests and trials of of any sort, because you're strong in the Father, you have the victory because He made you that way. You like that Teflon. It's just like when a seed it can't grow unless it dies and falls to the ground. It can't stick. (laughs) It's got to die, then fall to the ground, and then grow before it can process. So wow. And you know, I I just thank God. You know. Because, mm-hmm. you know, being, you know, on with a part of PGN, of course, I never even thought I'd be doing anything like this. Um, but, um, you know, I just know that this is all in the plan of I, because I, of who I am I, and what God has done and how we're living in a season of religious arenas. There are religious mm-hmm. arenas. I'm mm-hmm. a little bit different. I'm a little bit <laughs> out of the box. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's you like God truth. made yeah, it a platform for me to mm-hmm. be who he calls me to be, and I'm out of the box. You know, mm. out of the box. That's good. So anyway. That's good. Well, you know, yeah. I, the one thing I do admire about you and your name, it's not just written in the Bible, but because she – your name is a signature across your forehead. God has already approved you. Oh, and so when oh that name is like a signature, you know, you know the song they say, whatever's on the inside, I'll show up on the outside. <laughs> yes. Lord, and that's what God. comes in you, out of you, through you, on you, and you label as a joy, joy to the Lord. Well, you know Everlasting what, Barbara, joy. You tapped into something, too, that I was always, as a child, I can't ever remember as a child not knowing there was Jesus. I I mean, it sounds a little quirky, but Mm -hmm. it's like he became a friend. Like, I mean, just, I can't even explain it. And I remember, like I said, I may have mentioned it, I'm sure, on here before, seven or eight years old, I'm sitting in my bedroom window looking out the window at the other kids playing and I remember saying to God why did you mark me why there's a mark on me and it's on my forehead do you think as a seven or eight year old child I understood the complexity of that no but I knew he had marked me I didn't know the the trials and the tribulations that I would go through because I was marked, that I refused to fit into the box. Mark back there. Chosen. That I refused what to, 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 to be like other people. You mm-hmm. know, even now, my, I have one son in particular. <laughs> he just kind of looks at me because I'm not going to fall into the regiment of what you think I need to be like, who mm-hmm. I need to like, who I need to associate with, who I need to spend my time with, who I need to embrace. I embrace who God assigns me to. It doesn't matter what color they are. It doesn't matter what history they have. But when I'm assigned, I'm assigned. I don't pick the assignment. I don't pick the the people that God has connected me with. I'm Mm -hmm. just obedient. And I don't fall into the line, and I don't jump on. I don't jump on bandwagon. I, don't I 
I don't jump on bandwagons. I try to be the leader of the bandwagon that God gave me authority to do so. Not trying to jump into nothing that God has never called me to. Don't want to lead nothing God has never called me to. I don't, but I'm not Mm -hmm. jumping on the bandwagon. I'm not jumping on the bandwagon for political affiliation. I don't jump on the bandwagon for race. I don't jump mm-hmm. on the bandwagon for uh, ethnicity. That's not me. It's never going to be me. Why? Because God is not on anybody's bandwagon. Yeah. You know? So anyway, I kind of ruffle a little feathers in the community. Well, I love that part. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's part, okay. that's good. Yeah. That's okay. I don't care what you think about me. I'm going to be who God yes, called me to be. If you got a problem yep. with it, you know exactly where you can land. Outside of my perimeter. We will pray for I don't you, have a problem on that part. But you're not going to control find me to be. Mm-hmm. I'll be who God called me to be. Yes. Anyway, Barbara, we'll be on here all Thank night. You. Oh, that was good. Okay, I have one prayer request, and okay. I want to pray. <laughs> I want to pray for uh, God called me to be with my my spouse, my boy, my husband one day. Uh, and I told God to okay. keep me humble, keep me kind, keep me loving. You know, the fruit, the fruit, Amen. the continuous. Yeah. Amen. Well, God. Uh, it says, let your petition be made known. So my sister has lifted this request before you, God, and we're on here tonight to agree ha, that the will of God, we're talking about the will now. We've been talking about the, the will. will. That his will, will. Ha, will, will be in place, that her will will connect to what God has for her. And, Lord, you know who she is. You know who they are, and you know what to do and how to do it. We don't have to orchestrate. We don't have to negotiate. We don't have to situate. We just need to obey what God is telling us to do. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you speak to her and you direct her. As we were talking tonight, Lord, about having relationship and fellowship with you and communication, which is prayer, that you will direct her, you will show her, and she will get instruction directly from you on the steps that she's to take. For the steps, her steps are ordered of the Lord. And, Lord, we thank you that you are ordering those steps right into the position and place for this relationship to develop according to your will and your plan. It is good. That may not be alone. That's what the word says. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, as she submits herself to you, that you will give her the desires of her heart. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. All right, Barbara. Well, we're always uh, listening for a testimony, <laughs> a praise Amen. report. Amen. I got Amen. plenty because uh, my birthday was Friday, <laughs> and so I, I well, did get some praise reports. All the boxes were checked, and I'm just thanking the Lord for it. Amen. Well, amen. Mm-hmm. 
All God right. Bless you. Well, um, I hope you had a great one, and so we'll be talking to you soon. We're looking forward to Me it. <laughs> and yeah. All right. <laughs> Bye. Have a good good night. Bye. You Amen. too. Amen. Wow, that was pretty. Mm. All right, let's <laughs> praise the Lord. All right, let's go to eight two eight four four two. Angela Joy, and who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? Hi, it's Jen from North Carolina. <laughs> Hi, Jen from North Carolina. How are you tonight? I am good. Okay, I am good. good. I'm blessed. Amen. Amen. Well, nothing wrong with that. Hallelujah. Well, Lord, let's just pray for um, Jen tonight. North Carolina, we thank you, Lord, for, um, I don't know word means. I don't even have much to add to it except for maybe you can tap into what God is saying. So, Lord, we just thank you tonight for um, propositions that are uh, coming her way. Um, And, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that she'll be sensitive to uh, direction, leading, uh, understanding uh, what needs to be done, what needs to be said, what doesn't need to be done or said. But, Lord, that... um, the propositions that are going to be laid before her uh, as an opportunity to um, do some things that you have called her to do. And so we thank you, Lord, we thank you so much because we know that we belong to you. And you already wrote our story out, you know, and uh, before time began, you had the story of Jen. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you have uh, put your stamp of approval on the story of Jen. Glory be to God. And everything that is, is, is proposition that is of you, we thank you, Lord, for it to be clearly um, exposed and, and, and given her uh, with instructions and that she'll understand because of the sensitivity she has with the Spirit of God, to know what to do and how to do it and when to do it. So, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, because you are a good Father. You watch over us. You protect us. You lead us and you guide us. And she's dependent upon you as a, as you are the Father and she is a dependent of you. She belongs to you. She's a dependent. Hallelujah. And, Lord, we expect that to be the fortification of the proposition and how she moves into that because of her relationship of you being the father and the orchestrator of all things that are good. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. So Thank you, God. Know. I'm good. I'm just been, um, I guess, going back. He's, the Lord's been having me go back through my history and my walk with him, my journey, my journey up to the okay. high places. And um, I've, he's just been having me just, re, just one moment after another recall and 
just kind of like shifting this almost like puzzle just shifting pieces together and as he does I've just been honestly just overcome with I mean if there was a a word for what I felt it was just like the, the power and the awesomeness of God the majesty the goodness the kindness mm. the love like he's given me a very unique um, story to tell a testimony that I can't wrap around my brain it's just the way he's just putting it all together and I know I'm supposed to write it um, in a book mm-hmm. so wow. I guess my prayer tonight I I really need the Holy Spirit to help me because I don't in my own strength I cannot um, I can't give him enough glory you know, I'm just sitting here to, I, I just want to bring him the the greatest glory, amount of glory that I possibly can, because it's just, I'm just, I'm blown away. Um, and I have an issue where, and he knows, and I, I know I'm, he's healing me. That it's been difficult because I have not been able to use my right arm for about four months, mm-hmm. and the, which is why I'm up now because the pain has been excruciating. And so, if he could just show me like where the hindrance is to where that healing hasn't come forth yet, because he knows I need to use my right arm to write. So. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. I think I, yeah, you had mentioned about the arm before, but I don't think I've ever heard you say anything about, well, maybe you did mention about the book. Mm-hmm. I really feel yeah. like it's time because he's just shifting these pieces together for me, but I'm just like, where do I start with this story? Mm-hmm. Where, how, how do I write this? Because on it, I just can't. I don't feel like I'm capable of of creating something that would just give him the honor that is due to him. Right. I could not make right. this stuff in my head. Like it's just just blown this away. The program. There's a program. I mean, do you think you feel like you have a problem with this? Um, there is some sort of program. Some I, I wish I remembered what it was because actually I was going to check it out. And basically, you talk, you know, using this program, and it puts your your words in in like a form, like a for a book. I can't remember what hmm. the program it is. And um, so it, it I, I boy, I wish I could remember. Because somebody I know, um, they they wrote a book, and then um, but the person who was given instructions about how to do it, we were like listening to um, some teachings that they were doing, and they introduced this program about writing a book. And because I was like, God, how do you you know put this? Because uh, the Lord is speaking, like you know. 
I'm sure you heard my interesting tales tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, and, ma'am. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, there's a there's a lot. There is a lot. I yeah, there's a lot. And then the Lord, uh, I've had uh, some words spoken to me about doing a book too. And then I had gotten interested in, um, I want to try to find out what it is and try to get, give you that information about this program. And it became, it is something that would make writing easy, you know, easier anyway. You basically speak into this particular, I don't know what it is, I guess it's an app. I don't know, and it just forms your sentences and puts it in forms, a form that you could read which I thought was pretty mm. cool, something like that. And so, um, yeah, so do you have, it just came to me too, as far as um, I know I've thought of or maybe I've heard people say, just when I'm back in the day when we have the recorders, I guess they still go, that you just record um, you just talking into the recorder about things. And then I think the Lord has spoken to me about that and then, like when you go back to listen to it, it's like the Holy Spirit would say, I will highlight what I want you to say, you know. Mm-hmm. I will highlight it. So it will, like, kind of break things up to we'll be able to decipher, like, what the Lord is telling you to say it and how to say it once you hear yourself say it, you know. Because a lot of times we say stuff and, of course, it's gone, and we don't get to go back and hear what we said. But it's almost like the Lord was telling me at one time, that, you know, because I used to, like, try, um, I know the Lord had told me to write songs. And I had started at one time, and I would sing or I would get a melody because I really don't read notes or anything like that. And I was, like, just record the music. And he gave me the words, you know, because the songs would come. Like, I would wake up in the morning or at night, and in the middle of the night, there would be a song with the music and everything. And I think on a few occasions, I I recorded it on my phone. I sang the song, and because, to be honest with you, the next day I didn't even know what the tune or melody was. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, we just pray. Let's pray about that. So let's, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that as you have Hello? 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 All right, I'm back. Can you hear me? I can hear you now, yes. Yeah, it kicked me off. I had to redial in. Mm. Yeah. So, I... What was the prophetic word that I, what did I say? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's about uh, writing, last thing you said you were talking about. um, Did I say proposition? Yes, yes. Okay, okay, so proposition. All right, so, Lord, I don't know what that 
is in relation to, but since she's talking about this book and how you, God, uh, I just sense how somehow that word's related to what God is going to do with you with this. So, um, and I don't know how, I don't know, but I mean, when you think about a proposition, hold on, let me just, I like to get the, it's like a proposal. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting word for sure because I feel like my life is like Mm -hmm. so far away from anything like that. Proposal, a plan, a project, a program, Mm -hmm. a statement or assertion that expresses, uh, you know, that's a different type of definition. But down here it says, um, oh, it says a suggested program or plan of action especially in a business context, ah, ah, hmm. plan, a project, a program, manifesto. All right, well, there we go. I don't know. That's why Maybe that's why I was hearing that word proposition. Wow. So, Lord, we just thank you for opening that up and um, directing her. As she begins, I just sense to tell you also, Jen, just by faith, you know, just begin to just jot stuff down. And I, I just believe that as you begin to just jot stuff down, walking in, in faith, um, things are going to start to open up. It's like, you know, it's like you can't go anywhere unless you're in a boat unless you crank up the uh, motor, you know, otherwise mm-hmm. you'll be sitting there in the boat and you won't go anywhere. But until you put into action the movement to go where you need to go, that's when you will be able to see some things you haven't seen. And so, Lord, we just ask that you just give her clarity, um, you give her instruction, and you show her uh, that you will move as she moves and you will direct once she, you know, gets looking with anticipation on the next thing that you're going to do, that she'll end up right in the place that you want her to be in, uh, involving the, the, this, this place in her life, this, this new chapter in her life, this, this book, this thing that you are telling her that she's, um, or this thing that you're directing her to do, she'll move right into that place where the proposition will manifest. But she's got to do something. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, as by faith she begins to write, she begins to do things that will open the door for the next step that she needs to take in regards to this thing that you are calling her, her to do, this book. And we just look for it. We just look for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, I didn't even tie that together until here we're talking about, you know, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, when you said the word move, it was like move into, it struck a chord with me. It was just like like a prick in my heart. Mm. 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 
Yeah, I mean, I know that's my my flaw right here. There are so many things that I know. But you know what? Sometimes, you know, we just get tied up into things that hinder us from moving into the place that God wants us to be because we're so preoccupied with those things that may not be the God things that God wants us to focus in. And to be honest with you, I know me personally, I just fall into a place where I don't even pray about those things sometimes. You know, because I'm so busy doing what I think I'm supposed to be doing to live my life that about sometimes I look at those things as frills, that they're not the substance of what my life should be. But I think God is showing me and he tells me those things that you think are just frills are the core, are the foundation on where I'm trying to take you. But you're so preoccupied with the things that you think are the foundation and the core of your life when I'm trying to show you a bigger picture. And then you don't act on them. I know me personally. I don't act on them. So I'm asking God to help me in that area because I believe that everyone has been given something that God has created in us that we're to tap into. That is our yeah. wealth. That is our wealthy place. That is the that is the whole core of what we were put here on earth to do. But we're so preoccupied with some other things that we feel necessary to just live this life that we don't tap into that thing that God has given us when he's saying you tap into this, it's going to be greater life. I agree. I really agree. Yes. Yeah. And I, I try to pleasure, make it look like it's, no, no, I'm there. There are things that I know God has told me to do that I, I won't say I'm willfully disobedient. It's just I don't know how to get there. So, and I haven't prayed in a in a manner because it's not right now talking to you. I'm seeing how important it is on those. Yes. Yeah. Because we were. Thank you, Lord. So we're gonna. So we don't even need to focus on that, right? <laughs> you look like God is telling me. You don't have to focus on something I've already promised you. These Amen. other things that I've given you, focus on those things. You don't have to focus. All you got to do is just, you know, honor my name and know that when your kingdom comes and your will is done on earth as it is in heaven, we know that you will give us this day our daily bread. And we don't have to just, we can just trust God that that's what he's going to do. You know, we just trust it. That's what he's going to do. So, I don't know. I need to get there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm preaching to the choir. Mm -hmm. I need to get there. Mm -hmm. You know, I need to get there. Yep. All right. So, what else, Jen? Thank you. What else you got for me tonight? <laughs> I'm just. It's really got me in a in a good place, kind of locked in with him. So it's really been quite easy for me to focus. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think so that like he's just freed me from a lot of, you know, I used to be, just have a lot of things going on in my head, like questions and confusion and things like that. But it's like he's just really freed me to where I have this peace that is settled on me and joy Man. and delivered me from so much to where I can really just it's just like a like a zoom camera where he's the mm. he's the one that's in focus. And so I just mm. I thank him for that because I know that's such a blessing to have that time with him. Oh yeah. We got to. Yeah, we got to. I mean he has the answers that we need. He has the answers we need. I don't have the answer I need, obviously, (laughs) because I I wouldn't continue to be doing some things that I, you know, and and, and feel like I'm getting nothing accomplished. But, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's the answer because, like, I was always trying to figure out how, and this is going to come about how how should I do this? And you really got me in this place where it's like, I'm the answer. Just spend time with me mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It'll, it'll just all yeah. happen. Like, just listen to me and be obedient in this step, in this step. And he's had me do some things lately. You know, I, you know, um, going places or whatnot that, I'm like, oh, this is just an adventure with the Lord, and it ends up being, you know, like a divine appointment um, mm-hmm. for somebody else. And it's just, it's the he, he's the answer. He he's is always the answer. The answer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, Lord, we just pray over that, that uh, what, what arm is, is the right, right arm? It's my right arm, yes. Lord, we just from my elbow re- all the way to my fingertips. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So Lord, we just ask, Lord, as she sets her mind to walk in obedience to hear Your Word and communicate with You, Lord, we just pray as these steps that she's taking um, to do what You called her to do, that her healing will come forth. We don't know how it's going to come forth, God. But we call it forth in the name of, of Jesus, Lord, because of the obedience and the the mindset and the heart being in in the right place to uh, understand how important it is to be obedient, to follow through on what God has called us and ordained us to do and to be here on earth. And so, Lord, as she her mindset concerning that her let it align to the mind of Christ to do the things that you've called her to do. And that as her obedience uh, comes forth, it will be a manifestation to show forth healing concerning that issue with her arm in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it in advance. And we ask, Lord, that daily she she speaks over her body. Daily, she releases the word over her body. Daily, she acknowledges the healing virtue and the power of God. Daily, she speaks the word uh, in honor of who you are and who you've made her to be. Daily, she will remind you that 
she knows that you are a God who heals, you're a God who delivers, and you're a God who orchestrates and orders our steps because there's a purpose and a plan that was put here on earth for her, even before the foundation of the world. We know that you're that kind of God, and we know that she knows you're faithful. And, Lord, let her operate in such a manner that would please you and honor you so that things will change for your glory. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. You know, that's something, um, it's just uh, the pain has been unbearable. And um, Mm. I was so focused on the pain and, and I think I have this, like, revelation today that he was, because I know my healing's coming. There's no doubt in my mind. Like, Thank none. you, Jesus. Um, absolutely none. I know his will, and he promised and so forth. I'm just waiting. But in the waiting, it was like I had this revelation that, number one, like, he gets the testimony, like, because... You know, um, well, he gets a testimony, but then also he, it was, how do I say this? He's teaching me how to, he's the healer, but mm-hmm. I, I guess if you can say that he he's teaching me like high praise, high praise mm-hmm. where he's exalted. You know, he's teaching me how to maintain it after I get it. Also, okay. it's it's mm-hmm. always better. It's like if we're say if we're sick, um, right. it's being maintaining health is better mm-hmm. than being healed because we can be healed and then yes. fall back into a place where true. we're sick again. So it's like teaching me this is what you have to do to be healthy, stay healthy. Um, mm-hmm. It, I don't really know how to explain it, but it's just this revelation that so it's like contentment well, and the pain. Yeah, yeah, I, I can understand. Yeah, because God doesn't always—he doesn't necessarily want us to stay in a state of always needing a healing. He wants to give us right. information that will cause us to maintain our health. And um, I have a little, you know, encouraging. Thing for you. I remember when I was, uh, let's see, I started college. I was in Miami at the time with my older sister, and I was living with her uh, during one of the years that I went to college and, um, in Miami for a year. And when I got down there, I had this pain in my, my wrist, and, I mean, I couldn't write. Here I am, you know. Uh, you know, I'm in school. I've got to do all this stuff. Of course, I'm back in the day when, you know, people, I mean, you type, you had a typewriter, but, you know, computers were not there. So, But anyway, um, I had, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis at 19 years old. I couldn't, I mean, there were times, and it was both, it was both um, arms. Where I would my I couldn't I couldn't write, you know, and I 
I don't know, I, I mentioned earlier how I've always been a little odd, you know. <laughs> and so I've, I always, you know, believed from the time I was very little, even though I, I don't know what kind of relationship I had with God at that time, uh, I tried to live the life, you know, but of course I was, I was who I was. So anyway, I, I just remember praying to God about, you know, this thing. And, you know, with this, and I remember that it just went away, Jen. It just went away. I mean, I was in the point where I was going over on Miami Beach. There was a doctor that was a rheumatologist. I remember going over there. And it also affected affected my knee. And I remember driving from Miami to Miami Beach over this bridge and, um, my sister would let me use her car to go to the doctor and they, you know, take Woods out and, you know, oh, she's going to be crippled, you know, that kind of mindset. They didn't really say it, but I could kind of figure, kind of feel what they were saying. Do you know, I've, I've, I mean, I'm old now and I, through all those years, it went away and it didn't come back. <laughs> I never had... I never had any more problems with anything that they said I had. It was like it just vanished. I went from not being able to, like, write with my knees swelling up and then my wrist, like, swollen. Now I use – I work from home now, so I work, like, 10 hours a day, four days a week, and I'm constantly using the mouse. So here now I'm beginning to feel something. But I'm an old woman now. I was 19 years old. You know, that left, and I never had a problem for 50 years. Don't tell me God doesn't do miracles. I just, I don't know. They, it, it, they couldn't explain it, could not explain how it just went away. Now, of course, you know, I'll go to the doctor, they'll see a little something. But, you know, what can I say? I'm in mid-60s. I mean, of course you're going to see something. But from the time I was 19, you know, I was diagnosed with that. After a few months, I never had a problem since. (laughs) Right. And and somehow Mm -hmm. I just trusted God. I mean, I don't even know. I can't even explain even the faith that I had. I mean, like, did I have any? I mean, maybe I did. I believed in God. Like I said, when I was a little girl, it's like I've always known he was with me. Everywhere I went, he was there. And so anything's possible, and we call forth, you know, that type of anointing to manifest in your house, in your life, in your home, in your situation, He's still the God that does miracles. Yes, he is. So, that's my father. God. Yes, yes, he is. Yes. So, I mean, I even had, I've had all kinds of issues with me, like uh, even in my in Miami when I was a child, another situation, they, they didn't even know what was going on with me. Nine years old in the hospital. I left, they never had an explanation of what happened to me while I couldn't walk for, like, some days. And 
why I, I mean, it was just, just the strangest occurrences happened to me growing up to the point where, you know, an enemy was like trying to tell me, you're not going to live long, you know, but I know that I, God had already showed me when I was a child a vision of what we're seeing here today. So I, he always told me, you will be alive to see what we're seeing now that's going on in America. I saw it as a child. So, anyway, I don't know what that was all about, but I just wanted to encourage you and let you know. Thank you. That's our God. I'll be back with my healing testimony. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) And you know what? God uses doctors. I mean, we're we're not discounting doctors at all. No, we're not. We just say, Lord, let your will be done in handling this situation. Any way you want to, we give it to you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Angela Joy. God bless you. You're welcome. All right. Bless you. Look forward to talking to you again later. And you have a blessed week. You as well. All right, then. Good night. Good night. Okay, let's see if I've got my, okay, let's move on. We are going to go to 804-218. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? This is Angie from Virginia or Angela. (laughs) Hi, Angie from Virginia. How are you tonight? (laughs) Doing well, thank you. Well, praise God. I was thinking about you the other day. I don't know. You came across my mind. So, hallelujah. Well, good. I'm glad I was on your mind. (laughs) Did you say a (laughs) prayer? (laughs) Well, you, in fact, after I heard, after you came across my mind, I think I was listening one night and uh, you were on and you were talking to Prophet Randy. And um, because I really don't get to listen to the show much because I work. Um, the night I don't usually get off until after 11 So usually there's I don't try to call in Because there's a bunch of folks Usually ahead of me Before I even get off the phone from work So But anyway Let's let's just pray for you Hallelujah Lord we just thank you for Angie We thank you Lord for um, Hmm The testament of a testimony Like you're Like you're like a I just said, I heard the word testament, you know, so we think about the testaments of the Bible, the Old and New Testament. But it's almost like I sense that your life is like a testament. And um, it's a testament because things are being written. And, of course, we know that things are being written about us and everything's being taken note of. And so it's almost like the Lord says he, he wants to let you understand that your life is a testament. It's its own testament in relation to the testament of the word of God, that your life is a testament to the testament of the word of God. And so, Lord, we thank you tonight that she'll be encouraged in that, no matter what she's going through. No matter what it looks like, no matter what the situation might appear to be, but that know that God has written it out. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. As a testament to his testament, the word of God. 
and that she will be encouraged in that, that when she looks at situations and circumstances that she can't figure out or she doesn't understand, understand that God understands that it's been done as a testament to be in correlation with his testament of who he is in this earth and the word that has been released and spoken, which is the word of God. For your life is connected to the testament that the things of the things that God has done, the things that God is doing, and the things that God is about to do in your life as a testament to who he is and his word. So, Lord, we thank you for that tonight. We thank you that Angie will be encouraged in that, that she will find um, a peace in knowing that and a broader understanding on what God is speaking to her. Maybe she won't get the understanding and the revelation right now, but, God, I believe in this season she'll be, things will unfold and she will understand the testament of Angie. Glory be to God. The testament that God is writing concerning her life and what he's called her to be involved with and how it's going to affect not just her, but just like the word of God affects and it's a testament for us to read and for us to get information from and to live through that her life will also be used for others to be able to understand and get a a revelation of who God is. We give God glory for that. And we thank you for Angie tonight. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) I didn't know. I was wondering if you were still there. I'm still here. (laughs) I was quiet. See how I can oh, be quiet sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I, ha- well, I have I, I have the ability. I have the ability for silence on occasions. <laughs> well, I do miss your laugh, Angie. Well, I haven't thank you. In a while. <laughs> I have. I have. Yeah. I, I would. I, sometimes I fall asleep and I go out oh, I early, can. and then I, the the. But I, I've called in a couple of times, and I think I fell asleep. <laughs> That's okay. We forgive you. Well, thank it's you. It's okay. <laughs> so what's going on? Well, I, uh, I was asked to give my testimony in church today, and I did. I gave ah, the one about my Oh, my God. Call, Look at call. that. Look at the Lord. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Isn't that funny? And they want me. They want me to record it, write it out, and they want to put it on YouTube. Oh my gosh! Let us know when. I don't know. They just asked if if, if they could do it. I said, "Well, I don't care." Oh my lord! <laughs> uh, you know, and look I'll, at I'll, God. I'll to, uh, you know, I said, "Which one you want?" <laughs> I got lots of them. Which wow. one you want? Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. Well, I mean, this is amazing. I mean, I didn't look. You know what? Well, Isn't it know, funny that you said the testament? Oh my! Oh my! I'm just like, wow, God. 
We gotta make this stuff up, y'all. <laughs> There's no making this up. I mean, um, I'm just blown away. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. God is so awesome. He is so, well, so you know, awesome. I, I, I know. Isn't it, isn't it amazing? You didn't know what you – you didn't – we didn't talk earlier and plan this. <laughs> I haven't talked to you. I don't even know when. It's been uh, probably about three or four months. Yeah, I haven't – yeah, because, I mean, I've been a little bit – kind of was thrown off um, track with some stuff and not, you know – I know I've missed a few times being on here, and then um, my schedule had changed a little bit. But, yeah, I haven't talked to you, and I don't know when. Yeah, it's been about three or four months. Yeah. So when I got cool. to, And I'm starting to get my notices again. So, you know, I don't know why, I, you know, they would come in, and they would, and sometimes it would come on that you're on, and sometimes it would come, you know. Well, and I know if you a don't few call times, it. yeah, I know a few times it was a problem with it because I he wasn't able to get me because usually what I ha- what happens with me with Prophet Randy is that I kind of like he just reaches out to me that day to see if I'm available and most of the time I am but then sometimes if he can't get me until and I don't see the message until late then I don't think he really gets the chance to put it out there early for people to know. He doesn't always get me early. So today he got me early and last week. But, yeah, that's probably part of the reason. But I don't get get messages on others that come on. I don't see it on my phone. I know I got a message for Carmen, but I don't really – and that's just recent. I hadn't been getting any messages about anybody else. But like I said, I'm working. Yeah, every once in a while. And, you know, sometimes I'll check and see if there's a show scheduled. And you know, mm-hmm. uh, blog talk messed up for a while there. So yeah, I do, it was. Yeah, one night I was supposed to be on and it didn't. We couldn't get on. So and that yeah, happened so for a lot of people. Whole series. So yeah, you know, God yeah. orchestrates it all. You know, He does. Thank God He does. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'd surely be messed up if he didn't. <laughs> Somebody's got to know what what they're doing, and it certainly isn't me. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about because, my goodness, it wouldn't. I mean, sometimes, you know, I just, oh, man, I'm telling you, I've seen God do some things lately that it was just him. I mean, because I can't take any credit for it and don't want to, but. And I tell you, God is—he's amazing, and um, I don't—I don't know how people live without him. I—I I know that's right. I—I I don't even think I could get through. I can't get if I'm not drawing. If he's not in my next breath, I don't want to breathe it. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> I gotcha. I totally understand. Yeah, you know, right. I'm, I'm like I'm like Balaam with that donkey man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! If you're, you know what I'm saying. I beat know exactly me back what you're if you're not beat me back or or let me drop where I stand because I don't make a step outside of where you're not. <laughs> no, no, because you know what? If 
if I'm already <laughs> off track and I end up someplace like that, I'm gonna in, I'm in some serious trouble. All right. I'm in some serious trouble. So anyway, I'm I'm glad that I've got someone at the helm here directing and leading. So what's been going on? I tell me what I mean, how did this all come about with the um with this testimony thing? That is so cool. Well, I I, I was just um like the the minister's wife at you know, was sitting there and she says, I believe that, you know, uh, Angie needs to tell a testimony. But I, share, you know, shared it with her, you know. So she mm-hmm. had me to do that at, at in the in the church. That, mm-hmm. It's a small little church. It's not a lot of people. But, you know, it was enough to encourage and elevate, you know, those that were attending and it made them happy and encouraged because, you know, some of them were bleeding for eyes and stuff, and I was telling them that my peripheral vision was gone, and and I wow. didn't even know what was wrong with my eye, but I kept, you mm-hmm. know, doing funny faces to my, everybody I talked to, and I got, there's something wrong with this eye, you know, for five years, you know, I had a mm-hmm. headache, you know the story. And, um, you know, for my car wreck. Right. You know, and and uh in fact I called in Randy to verify that I wasn't a nut. Because, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know you know, when your brain's messed up you just stop just wow, my headache stopped hurting. All right, I, I now I can see that I couldn't see and either I just hit a new level of crazy or I got healed, but you know, I'll let the prophet <laughs> verify because <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah things funny. have happened, you know. So anyway, it was just uh, she had wanted me to share, and some of them were believing, you know, for the eyes to be corrected, and um, even the minister himself. He said, well, we should have had you pray for your eyes, you know. And I'd just say, well, you know, I, I took communion all day, and I was desperate. Right. I was in a desperate place. Hey, you know? that's awesome. God, if you don't hey, do it, you were talking about desperation, you know? Yeah. Death, yeah. You know, when you're desperate and you know that you can't, that, okay, God, this is a real moment. This is as far as I can go, you know? Yeah. The rubber meets the road here or, you know, my, 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 uh, my vehicle's coming off the track for sure. <laughs> we got we got to have something today, you know, right now, this moment. But yeah, you know, it was. Uh, in fact, it was January, January, January the fourth was my car accident at one thirty in the afternoon, and wow. it was, and that was in two thousand and eight. And January the eighteenth, two. 2000, no, not to, yeah, 2013 was the day that God began to heal me. Hmm. And it went through the 20th and the 21st. And I couldn't wait to get on the phone to talk to Randy to make sure that I wasn't crazy. (laughs) And when he said, you know, he started the prophetic word, like you're like the woman who 
touched the hem of Jesus' garment. You know, you pulled the virtue from him. And I began mm-hmm. to I began to go, all righty then, I'm not a nut. <laughs> you know, it really is happening. <laughs> I really am healed, you know. <laughs> I didn't cross everything. Right. You know, I, de- I dealt with it for so long. And it wasn't that I didn't pray. It wasn't that I didn't ask. But it was all in God's timing. You know, Angie had to right. get to the point with the total desperation of, of aspiration where, you, you know, I was, I'm pretty good at, at, at hiding. I didn't want people around me to know I was broken, but I knew I was right. broken, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I had to be strong for everybody else around me. And, you know, that was the, the day my dog pay, paid the, uh, $2,500 power bill, that was the day I was, I was wow. done. You know? Wow. <laughs> it clicked the button. It walked across where my, my mouse was on the corner, you know, I pulled it up because they were threatening to uh-huh. cut it off, you know. And uh, uh-huh. I had a medical stay because Michael was sick. And, you know, I knew that I didn't have to pay that bill, that I could concentrate on the others and pick it up later or figure it out later. It wasn't, you right. know, I was a woman running with her britches on fire looking for water. That's all I could tell you. Those were the goals, you know. Every time I turned around, I was stepping in another one. I was so desperate every twist and turn. When I flipped my car upside down, Mm. everything was flipped upside down. I had 13 Mm. impacts. Wow. Yeah, and the wow. state policeman said I wouldn't, I, I, you know, that he had never filled out a, a report with 13 impacts wow. and somebody get out alive. That is, wow. Mm. Well, so, I mean, this know. sounds like miracle testimonies of night because, I mean, you know, just some things came up, you know, talking about that song, you know, that we're just, you know, the song I played, I don't know if you were listening about the desperate. And then, yeah, I'm desperate you know, without just, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm desperate without <laughs> you. I'm lost without you. I right. nothing without you. And so, right. uh, then, you know, Jen got on. I think she's already logged off. She's not on here anymore. But that that's that's very encouraging because, you know, when you're looking at something, um, you're looking for a miracle. You're expecting God to perform a miracle. I mean, and in certain cases, that's what we we gotta have. And you're you're desperate for your miracle. And right. You were well, desperate, yeah, I had, and I, you, you know, got your miracle. Um, right. You know. Well, when I was flipped upside, I had a. I mean, I got out a lot, but I didn't get out without uh, the consequences of, of right. being injured. You know. And uh, right. like I had a headache for five years nonstop. Mm. It wasn't a matter. Mm. It wasn't a matter of of if I was gonna have a headache. It was right. how intense was it gonna be, you know? And right. sometimes it would get so bad that it would cause me to drool, mm. you know. And, and and it was I had multiple conversations going on in my head at one time. I had to really concentrate to communicate. Mm. You know, because wow. of all the you know, the broke you know, that were you would be communi like I'm talking to you now, I would jump from subject to subject to subject. I wouldn't stay on I couldn't focus enough to stay on key. And the bless her heart, my niece was the only one that could 
and talk to all five people and understand the conversations, you know, <laughs> to follow her around. She she was my interpreter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was pretty bad, girl, I'm telling you. But wow. I tried to hide my brokenness, you know. Right. Because I needed to be yeah, strong. Yeah, well, I mean, but, that's you know, amazing. and so anyway, it was when I was like, God, I, you know, I know that you didn't, you know, you put the crown on your head for not because you didn't, you didn't wear it to to understand my my way of thinking. Mhm. Yeah. It was that yeah. you could. It was for me to connect to your thing. Mhm. Well, I tell you, that is amazing. Yeah, the stripes that you took on your back wasn't because you 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 wanted to be healed. You wasn't you wasn't the broken one. I'm the broken one, and I and if Mm -hmm. you don't tell me how to 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 reach into the realm of of receiving the healing. I want to receive, but I don't know how to do it. So you're going to have to dummy it down. You know, we're going to have to take this to preschool level. And uh, you're going to have to hand me a check for a million dollars and not telling me that I have to endorse the check, take it to the bank, put it in the bank. Mm -hmm. Then I can, you know, cash the money out and get, you know, the goods from it. We're going to have to go step by step by step. We're gonna to have to dummy right. it down real low and slow, and and I and I did that communion all day long, and I had done communion off and on, you know, and walk away, you know. But that day, mm-hmm. I was so desperate that I did it from the morning to the end of the Jesus. day. At every time, any I mean, because I was scared, I was tormented, and. You know, mm-hmm. just like, oh, God, I cannot spend another day like this. I can't have another mm-hmm. moment like this. And, you know, at the end of it, I didn't feel anything. I I just took a deep breath, and I said, God, I've done everything I know to do. I, I, I did the, you know, went through the process, and whatever he told me, you know, it's like, it, I mean, it was just, Step by step by step, you know, you didn't wear the crown of thorns, you know, you didn't take the stripes. The devil, you know, you said you paid the price and and cheated too because you paid mm-hmm. the price. I don't like going to the store and not getting my change. That's my dollar, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, if you paid for the healing for me and I'm not getting it, aren't you getting cheated too? <laughs> Jesus, wow yeah, You know what I mean So good. I was just, I mean, I got really, you know I, I was desperate enough to To uh, Get the full Revelation or the exchange Or say, you know, if you don't If you don't, if you don't show me how To do the exchange mm-hmm. I can't, you know The giver's never broken It's the receiver Right, because God you gave go. this to me, but it's on my end that I'm not getting it. So help yep. me. Yeah, that's, that's so you know, true. You know. Yeah, that's so, true. That's like like what we were saying earlier. You know, with a couple of other callers. You know, it's 
it all lands back to us. It's not like God is not bankrupt. He's not bankrupt. There's nothing that he's lacking in, you know. Um, and it's not that he doesn't want to bless us. And it's not that. But, you know, the responsibility, it's going to fall on us to apply what he's already given us to get what he, what for us to have the manifestation of what's already there, really. It's already, it's already paid for. It's already taken care of. We just need the manifestation to, um, you know, of what he's already done. And we got to, sometimes we got to press in for that. Sometimes we got to be like what you said. We've got to be desperate for that. But you know what? In order, Angie, for a person or someone, for me, especially I'm talking about me, to be desperate, to be at that place, I got to know that God is who he says he is. I've got to believe, first of all, what the word says that God is, that he is the word. Because if we have an area of doubt on who God is, we won't be able to access the benefits of who he is because we don't really believe he is who he says he or is. If you, or if you feel a, a, a sense of condemnation and unworthiness. Yeah. And, yeah. and God, God, is, God, is, God has already gave it, but you're yeah. not in a place to get it. Yep, you're right. Because and you're still trying to work it out in your own ability when yep, you've got to right. lay it all down and say, it it doesn't even run. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, I even said, you know, it's not even my righteousness. It's your righteousness. I don't have right. any righteousness. You know, right. I don't, it, you know, it, it, and it, it got down to the point where, you know, hey, wait a minute, God, it's not even my faith. It's your faith. That you've given yep. me to have, you know. Yep. I mean, I can't claim anything in this in the in this moment, you know. Only thing I'm desperate, and I need you in my yep. moment. Yeah, that's you yep. know where the that's where that's where that's where you know it just and I just walked out. I mean, I got tired. It was three out three or four hours after I'd finished doing communion. I was saying, well, you know, I'm going to go out and do something productive. You know, I'm going to go out and work in the shed. And I was wow. starting to clean things up and put things in order. And I bent over to pick up something in the shed. And when I stood up, all of a sudden, for the first time in five years, my head stopped hurting. Praise God. Wow. And then two days later, they, they – uh, the uh, clarity of thought, and I could figure out that my dog paid the bill. I was arguing between the power company and the bank. I didn't know who Mm -hmm. paid the bill, but I knew I didn't have the money in there. Who who did that, and how can I fix it? Because I'm on on the red on both sides, but, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. Wow. the power company got the, you know, it was sent to the power company, you know, from the computer or on at, at their website when they hit my bank. It wasn't there, so it was in between the, you know, it was bouncing. It was definitely flying all over the place. And I was like, I didn't do it. I can't figure out which one of you guys did it, but I know I didn't. And then when I wow. realized I had pulled it up on the website, the cursor had to be, you know, where you have the little mouse thing and put the little arrow. 
and my little dog walked across it. He had to click on the sim button. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So, so instead of saying my dog ate my homework, my dog paid my power bill. <laughs> and I'm Praise sorry, you guys. Lord. I didn't do it. <laughs> that, wow. I know that's crazy. But it's and I was going I was, nuts trying to figure it out. And I started to laugh, and I said, devil, that will be the last time you have me in a moment of confusion of what I don't know how and what's going on, because it's like, your game is up. And I began to laugh, because it came to me how it happened. God even revealed to me how it happened. You had the computer on. You went to the website. You pulled your dog and spanked him for being on the table walking across your computer. (laughs) And he's the one that paid the bill. Oh, my. Wow. So I had to tell the bank and the power company that it was my my dog did it. (laughs) Wow. That, listen to this. I mean, I'm thinking, like, we're talking about testaments. What did I just, I'm thinking about the word. Your life uh, is like a testament to the testament of the word. You know, just like, wow. It makes me think about a lady I was talking to last week. Week I helped with tech support. And she was telling me her cat jumped on her computer. And he did something. And then you were talking about your dog. And she was like, the cat jumped on her laptop. Her laptop and 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 clicked something. I was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> and now you're talking about your dog. <laughs> That's so funny. So it must be a small dog. <laughs> well, well, he was a little mini Dotson. It was Rusty. He was the one in the oh. car accident, wasn't he? <laughs> Rusty was oh. in the car accident with me, and then he paid my power oh. bill. So you know, my dog's been part of the testimony all along too. <laughs> So no wonder he had to pay the power bill. Huh? No wonder he had to pay the power bill. Right. (laughs) He was in the back. Yeah, he was in the back seat of the car riding on the the paper towels that I had bought from Costco, the big, and it was, it Ah! was, it was 70, it was January the 4th, 1.30 in the afternoon, it was 74 degrees outside. And he loved, he was a river rat dog. He loved going to the river. We was riding across the James River Bridge on 95, and he had his little nose out there. And about 30 seconds or less than a minute, he all of a sudden came from the back seat, came came up to the front, snuggled behind my back. And, and, and I was like, what's wrong with you, you crazy dog? Because he never did that. He would get in the front and stick his face out in the between me and the stairwell in the window, you know? But he snuggled behind my back, and right before impact, I seen an angel swoop over top of us. And the car was crushed all the way up to my head. It was like a... And I had 13 impacts. In fact, the the gate fell fell off when you uh, hit the button. All the windows were shattered out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow! And I had I, I rolled, and I rolled three times. I had three, three, one, bam, bam, bam. I can I can remember the three impacts. I have pictures. I have a 
I stopped the traffic. I made the news. Yeehaw. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, that is that's just powerful to just know how God connected this and to show you that how he's validated this thing as far as you testifying of who he is. And, man, that's just like, and just to think the encouragement that, you know, people receive just knowing that, you know, because you, you think I heard people say, you know, well, it happened back in the Bible days, you know, back in the in the days when Jesus walked the earth and da 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 da. It's like it's it's almost like in the back of their mind is like that was back then. It's not happening now. So it's almost like what the word testament came forth as to as a um, as a way of saying it's the testament that's still going forth. The testament is still going forth. It's going forth in people's lives today, just like Angie. It's that's the testament. I mean, people refer to, you know, yeah, that was back in the New Testament and the Old Testament when God did miracles. He still did. And you're an example. You're like the testament of the testament of God, what God has done. So awesome that God would use that tonight to just, you know, solidify and to encourage people that, you know, I'm the God of the old, the new, and the now testament. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's My right. My God. That's right. So. Yep, so you got to tell your story. You got to get it out there. That's definitely um, instruction I have, that's been given that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I have so many stories. Terrified. People wouldn't believe some of the stuff I would. I could tell them, you know. It's crazy, but I have some stories, you know. Wow. It's important. Yeah, I've been in God a room with God is telling you it's much. important that you so, tell them. Well... It's important. But every time I tell a story, I look like th- I have three eyes, two noses, and and, and dangly ears. Because <laughs> I'm wilding out their, there, you know. Don't worry and about it, their it, faces. You know. You know. I can prove these things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, don't, don't be worried about that. Don't be concerned with that. You know, and that's what in me, he tries to... You know, steal God's glory. You know, this is this glory belongs to God. You didn't do it; God did it. I didn't do it. That's right. That's what you didn't do it. When they, tried it. To, when they were trying to tell me about the accident, I thought they were going to blame me. I was getting mad. I was coming up, uh, coming up out of there. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> God is doing this. This is this is. The season that God is, is bringing forth and the manifestation of these things, so that I'm telling you, our lives are live. What's it supposed to be? A living testament, a living well, testimony. I, I, right. I can tell you that 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 when God draws, you know, He says that He'll draw men. I, I, when I was in Chile, I I, I, I witnessed how He draws people in. Because mm-hmm. you don't, they didn't put out a flower or, or and all of that, but um, 
was in a little little small church in Chile, Santiago, in one of the uh, sub areas, maybe about 40 minutes from Santiago. And uh, mm-hmm. the guys started off singing really crazy and off-key, and I couldn't sing with them, and I tried. And then I watched the people's faces that had to listen to them, and they were wrenching their face in pain. And I got to laughing, and I didn't know that in their culture they, the devil laughs in church. But you know, I couldn't hold it, and I, you know, I started. And then they get mad, and they stop singing, and then they fuss at me right here on the stage. And I said, "Wait a minute, whoa, 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 let's just do it again. You know, let's just start all over." And I, you know. And so they started off, and they started off without me, which meant they went off key again, and I made it made it even worse. And I stood there, and I had tears running down my face. My face was red, and I was shaking from head to toe, trying not to laugh. But, you know, the harder you try not to laugh, the harder you laugh. And so, you know, that didn't work out too well, and they stopped with me again, and they said, you better fix this with that gleaming eye, because mm-hmm. this is their moment of on the platform. I'm messing it up, you know. <laughs> right. So, wow. anyway, I just, I look at the people, and they they, they kind of got this, this, this shocked look on their face, and I began to, I just let my giggles out, you know, and then I said, you know what, the joy of the Lord is the, is my yes. strength, and today I am mighty strong. And then everybody could laugh, you know. Praise so the Lord. I could get it out, yes. you know. And then we sang the song. They preached the preach, and, you know, they gave the testimony. And then we started to pray for the people. Well, I mm. didn't, you know, I'm, I, you know I, I'm just like, oh, God, these people are lining up, and they're desperate. And I said, I don't have nothing for them. And if you don't have something mm. for them, and uh, they're not looking for me. They're looking for you. I hope you're going to do something. Amen. And, I, and that was my prayer. Now, if I had prayed that, nobody would have gotten the line. You know what I mean? If they understood what I was praying. Right. But, you know, but that was the time when a woman that was blind from birth and de- blind in one eye and deaf in the ear, and I didn't know what I was doing. I touched the eye, and I, I grabbed her, you know, one hand on her eye, one hand on the ear, but that's just the way I just did it, you know. I just was just going to pray for mm-hmm. it, you know, and move to the next one. And all of a sudden, she started screaming and spinning. So I said, wow, okay. Praise so I just God. moved down, moved down. I kept getting thumps on the shoulder, thumps on the shoulder. And I got she can hear and see. And I said, good, we got a lot of people to pray for. I suggest you get busy, you know. And uh, what yeah. had happened was that God opened, opened her. She could see and hear out of that. Praise God. So, yeah. And then a man that had been in a wheelchair, paralyzed from a work accident, uh, he was healed. He walked. And the streets, when we got through praying, the streets, had, the people had come out of their home at, uh, as far as you could see and lined the, the streets in the village and was at, at, at crowding into the church. That's the mm. spirit of God drawing them in. Jesus. There was no fire, no announcement. It I mean, I literally saw how God can draw the men and the the men to himself. Well, I'm telling you, that's confirmation that there's something, you know, in this testament that you have that is 
it's it's going to be used for God's glory. So you you gotta you gotta stay busy and obedient. So I mean, you know, you know, I just know that that there is a realm that God moves through that He's able to. That's when His Spirit is released in a certain place, you know. That because He says, you know, He's going to pour out His Spirit upon. I saw what it does. Mm-hmm. I saw how it operates. I got to participate. It came. It came through. It, it. It. It wasn't in. It came through me and out, but it had. It wasn't mine. It was his. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I felt the flow, but I, and I saw how it operated. How he operated, but I can't. You know, I can't replicate it, and I can't. You know what I'm saying? It's his time, oh, yeah. his my, you know, it's his spirit. Mm-hmm. And yep. and the willing yeah. to be willing or, you know, and I don't even know, I was in the in the place of willing to be willing. I just saw, you know, what he does with it, you know, just like the little children that in the, the main church, and it was a lot of them, it was about, I'd say every bit of 20 to 30 children in, in that church that were small children. And uh, they were, a lot of people were playing for the adults. Well, all of a sudden, I looked around. I was surrounded by the children. And I mm. said, well, I don't know what to do with them. They're looking up at my face and all, and I, they're just staring at me. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just give the little people a hug, you know. I just, you know, I just snuggle them because, you know, they, I, I, I thought they were maybe looking because we gave out candy and stuff. I thought maybe they were looking for candy, but this wasn't the time to give you candy, but I'll give you a hug, right? (laughs) (laughs) And all of a sudden, when I reached to grab, I grabbed the first one and just gave it a hug, and the child collapsed in my arms. Wow. It just went limp. So I had to lay it. I'm like, what do I do with with this, you know, child? And uh, I just laid him on the floor. And then the next one, and then the next one. And the floor was full of children laying there with their eyes moving real fast with rapid, uh, like they're mm-hmm. in a sleep and having a rapid right. dream mo- movements and stuff. And they right. laid there every mm-hmm. 30 minutes. And you're not going to get little kids to lay down and do that. It was the power of God. Oh, no. And then their little faces had very, very fine, shimmering, gold and silver Sheen coming out of their pores. Wow, that is pretty amazing. So yeah, I mean that's just confirmation that you know what God is saying that you you've got you've got stuff to speak, you've got stuff to release. Um, just to know that that just didn't happen back when Jesus walked the earth. It's happening now. Those those miracles are still available to us, you know. Absolutely, that is available to us today. So your life is the testament that it is. So, girl, you've got to be, you know, obedient. That is just that's just phenomenal. There, God is doing. He's he's showing up and he's letting us all know. Hey, 
I, I still work miracles. Be encouraged, people. Anybody out there needing a miracle, wanting a miracle, desiring a miracle, what do we talk about tonight? That first song that came on that I played, being uh, the last second one, about being desperate for God, desperate for the miracle, desperate for the manifestation, desperate. Why? Not for us to boast in, but for us to boast in our God. My God. That he is just what he says he is, the same yesterday today and forever. He still works miracles. He's not changing up just because there's some folk out there that don't they don't believe that God still performs. You know, I just even see it in some of the churches. I mean, it's like and I talk to Christians, you know, a lot in the community off and on. And it's like their words not lining up to this God you say you serve. I mean, all I hear is doubt and unbelief. You know, if you really think God is who he says he is according to his word, then why aren't you walking with greater expectation to see the manifestation of him in this community, in our homes? You know, we got to be desperate. got to be desperate. And when we are desperate, we will see God show up and show out in some places that other folks have given up on. I'm desperate to see the manifestation of healing for my grandchildren. I'm just, I, I'm not desperate enough. I got to get there, Angie. I got to get there. Because I know he still does miracles. He still oh, I'm, does I'm, miracles. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, It. I think it was that the people were scared and desperate. It, it was right after 9-11. It was the October that I went after 9-11. In fact, you know, I had to fly out of uh, Maryland instead of Washington, D.C. because they shut down Dulles Airport. Mm. Nobody was leaving out. And no planes were flying in Washington, D.C. Coming or going. Right. So they got to, you know, so, you know, I had to go to to Maryland and – to fly out, which was funny because I I even got tested. I even got tested before I even went to the tr- on the trip. You know, my money got stolen, and then it, you know the woman tossed it tossed it underneath the out the door of, of Walmart. Was trying to get away, and I jerked her out of the car, getting ready to beat her in the parking lot with the love of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> You know that. You know. You know. I was really just gonna beat her, right? <laughs> oh wow! So, but but I grabbed her and her purse. So you know, when the policeman started to ask questions, she goes, "She's got my purse." And I go, "Yeah. How does it feel, baby? You know, <laughs> you know, being really nasty." <laughs> and uh, I sure do. And. Uh, and the policeman looked at me. And he got her purse. I said, "Yes, I do." And I, I and sure she do. Had my, she had tossed my wallet because she hadn't had time to put it because she was running from Walmart because I was chasing her out Walmart, screaming, "Stop that woman!" So she <laughs> she didn't she didn't even have time to put it in the pocketbook. So when she got outside of Walmart, she tossed it over by the the side of the door where the policeman had parked. That you know, we I live in a neighborhood where you know the police have 
they were getting shoplifters. They stayed pretty much round clock over there. And um, so, uh, yeah, so my nephew was holding my wallet. He took, She had three more wallets inside of her purse. He kept those wallets and the purse for evidence. I got my wallet back with the money that was for the trip. She, wow. Girl, I'm telling you, you got it. You, you got a lot. And I didn't even know I, had, I was I wasn't even sure I was going to go on the trip until that moment when I said, "Oh God, there goes the money for the trip." Wow, wow, wow! <laughs> Not my money, the money for the trip, and that's when it yep. hit me. Yeah, you're supposed to go. So I came home and started packing my suitcase and was writing checks out in the for the business to be, you know, paid out while I was gone going down the road and throwing stuff in my suitcase. That, and I had a bunch collage of stuff in my suitcase, you know, that I normally wouldn't have. And people would ask, does anybody have it? And I would have it tossed in my suitcase. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> crazy stuff. It's like, you really brought that? I said, yeah, kind of, I did. <laughs> wow. It was funny. It was funny how, it was funny. I, You know, I was entertained. <laughs> <laughs> You're entertained. God entertained me the whole time. Yep. Last year broke out. It is <laughs> yeah. You know, what can we say? I mean, we have a God who is. What can we say? He's phenomenal. You know, He just wants us to understand and realize, and show forth to others that He is a phenomenal God. He's an awesome guy. He, he loves adventure. He, lo- he loves adventure. You know, yes. he loves to go out on adventures. And if you'll venture out and just, you know, just listen, and it, as crazy as it sounds or whatever, you know, just let let God be God and and just flow with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can tell you, I didn't plan a thing. <laughs> Yep, I didn't know what I was doing God. every minute. I didn't know what I was doing every minute of the day. <laughs> but you didn't have to know because he already knew. Yeah, he just he just he just wanted somebody. You know, he just needed he just needed a water jug. That's all. Well, you know what, and that's that's how we got to live our life, um, Angie. We got to live it like that because. That's what I'm talking about. There are people that have to live their life like we got to be that way because there's so much stuff filtered into us through just our lives and how we live it, and and it's just it's depleting us of operating in the spirit of God. That the spirit of God will have a a free flow through us to operate. You can't be a free flow. If we're all clogged up with stuff, you know that that's yeah that's pro- that's that's probably more true than you know. You know, because <laughs> you know, I can tell you, I had I didn't know, I didn't I didn't know for one minute to the next, just like the woman that that was laying in the on her sick bed, and I'm telling you, she looked like her skin was yellow, her eyes were yellow, 
She looked. In fact, I want. I wanted to know why they even had to show up because I was like, "What do you want us to do? Give us a shovel and dig the hole?" You know what I mean? That's how. That was my attitude. Mm. And and then she wanted us to pray, and I just looked at her straight up. I said, "You know, I said whether Jesus heals you heals you today, or takes you to heaven, either way, you're healed." You know. I can't tell you that, you know, what's going to happen, but I'm willing to pray and and do what God says to do in a situation like this. I'm going to lay hands on you. I'm going to pray. This one over here, he, he's bold in the Holy Ghost. Now, he's going to speak in tongues. This one over here knows knows the scripture verbatim and tells you where it comes from and every word in it. I can't do that, but he can. You know, you 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 speak the word. You 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 pray your bold Holy Ghost. I'm gonna lay my hands on you. And when I laid my hands on her stomach and began to pray, it growled at me. Mm. I mean, I, yeah, like you know, rawr. and I'm like, oh, and I pulled my hand back and I looked at her, and I, then I looked at the interpreter. I said, we're gonna need a bucket. You know why I knew we needed a bucket? Mm-hmm. I listened to. R.W. Shambach, 10 years prior to that, and he talked about a person that, yeah, that, that, you know, when they had a person that he prayed for that had cancer real bad, demon of infirmity, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when it growled at him, he knew that she was going to throw, it, he was, the guy was, I think it was a man, was going to throw up, and they were going to need a bucket. So yeah, I've been there. Those need a bucket. Meetings. You know what I mean? Yep. If Shambot yep. needed a bucket, we're gonna need a bucket. <laughs> well, I've definitely been in some retreats where we were working just along the lines of, you know, demonic activity, and and I have seen people. I mean, in my early walk with God, crawling on the floor like snakes, yep. and purging this, you know, delivers. I mean, I saw that. As a baby Christian, and mm-hmm. I was called to do do praise and worship in some meetings, and this this woman who I was working with, she, I mean, that's that's how she operated, and I mean, I as a baby Christian, I saw what you're talking about, right? But and, you um, know, when when she threw up, her eyes turned white, her skin turned bright. Now she didn't she mm-hmm. didn't get no meat on her bones, but she was sitting at the mm-hmm. table at the table mm. eating eating a broth soup. Mm. That's how we left her. And she wow. was on her deathbed. I watched God bring her off her deathbed. Well, I tell you that was that was the word of the Lord tonight to let you know. I mean, I didn't know all this stuff. God, of course, he knows. And he knows what he's given you as an assignment. So he's, in, you know, I feel like the word, Spirit of God is encouraging you to do that, so, to move forth from that. So praise God. Well, Angie, I yeah. tell you, it has been, <laughs> that's been something else right there. I mean, I'm just amazed at the calls tonight and what God is saying because, I mean, it is by power of the Holy Ghost. See, it's one thing to believe, to believe, but if you deny the power thereof. Oh, yeah. There you go. And, you know, 
And we have a lot of good, I mean, people come out with a good feel-good, tickle-me-elmo feelings, you know what I mean? But, you know, they yep. haven't, you know, they're, they're not experiencing that move and that, you know, that, that changing and that, you know, uh, signs that, you know, signs that, that show up that make you wonder. You know what I mean? That really will, yep, signs and you know, challenge yeah, I mean, you to push in to, to, you know. So we're in the Definitely. we're in the time where you know we, you know, where they have an people read they have an expectation, but there's mm-hmm. not that much demonstration. Yeah, and a stopping yeah. out of that. And I and I think it's a time that God's calling His people to start to just believe Him to believe Him to demonstrate Himself. You don't have to prove who God is. God will prove who He is. Right. We step out of the boat. We step out of the boat. We walk on and, some, and, go and, forth. and be you know be willing to the secret. The sink or walk it, you know what I mean? Because you, you know, when you step out, you don't know if you're gonna stay afloat or you're gonna, you know, go gurgling. <laughs> but you gotta get well, out of the place to figure it out. <laughs> we gotta know. That's why it's important. We gotta know the God that we serve. We've got to know Him. And once we, it's like in any any relationship. We're talking about a relationship with God. In any relationship, you need to know the person you're in the relationship with. You know, right. if I'm in a relationship with someone, I need to be able to know that that person, if someone were to come to me and say something about that person, I would know that person enough to say, oh, no, no, that's that's not them. No, you have them confused with somebody else. That, you know, that's how we need to know God. Like when the devil comes to try to make us think that he's not who he says he is, no, 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 no devil. I'm in a relationship with God, and that's not the God you're trying to portray that I serve. No, devil, you need to shut up. Why? Because I know who I serve. I know my God. You can't come telling me some lie about he's not this and he's not that. I'm in a relationship. Anytime you're in a relationship with someone and it's a relationship that is an honest relationship, you'll know that person. And that's why we need to shut the devil down every time he raises his ugly head to try to tell us our God is not who he says he is. Why? Because I'm in a relationship with him, and I know him. Shut up, devil. Right. Shut up. And so. Well, he, you know, after that, that's when, you know, the battle began in the home front. You know what I mean? That's when Mike, it wasn't too long that Mike, got the cancer and the car wreck and, you know, then knowing what I had experienced and then what I was being, you know, the trial and tribulation that came after that, and I shook me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, yeah, yeah it Definitely. shook me to the core. Yeah. You know, I didn't understand it. I know, I know that you did it for them, but now I'm in need of it. Now it's gotten mm-hmm. real personal. I don't need it to yeah. flow, flow. 
I, I'm not in the need of it to flow through through me as much as to me, and I'm having a hard mm-hmm. time getting it. Yeah. Well, that 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 challenge, that challenge has been banging on the door for years. Yep. And just know though, yeah. going through it, so, you know, but God's you been faithful. God, God has been faithful because I've been through some stuff that. People wouldn't even believe, you know, that I shouldn't even be here, really. You know, but I'm still here. <laughs> I understand that one. <laughs> believe I'm me. I'm still here and on my feet in my house and got food to eat. <laughs> I can identify. He tried to break me, baby. He tried to break me down. <laughs> but you're still here. To give I'm a still testament here. and to be a testament and to be That's a right. testament of who he is. Your testimony is like an extension of the testament that we're seeing <laughs> right today. So, well, I'm glad you were able to get to me tonight, um, Angie, without falling asleep. Yeah, I stayed up, but you know. <laughs> well, it's been great. Yeah. So I, that's a very encouraging word. So you know that you are definitely, you know, you're on track for what God is setting up for you to move into. So praise God. Yeah, it's a, it's exciting. It's a, it's a, I feel I feel adventuresome. I feel I feel I feel like I feel like we're getting re- we're getting ready to have some adventures again. You know, I'm excited. Well, praise God. I don't, I don't. I don't care. I don't care what kind of adventures they are. I'm. Re- I, I, I'm excited about them. You know, and it's been a well, long it sounds time like, to get um, that excitement back. Well, Barbara got on tonight, and she used that very word, excited. She said she was excited. Yeah. So there's excitement in the air tonight. <laughs> an expectation. Yes, and an expectation. So that is awesome because she got on. She said the exact same thing, like. Just an excitement, yeah. God is, it, hey, yeah. he's worth being excited about. Believe me, the right. things that he does, he's worthy of the praise. He's worthy of the glory. He's worthy of us being excited about this God that we serve. You know, because excitement can be contagious. You know that. You know, absolutely. You go to a, you go to a football game. Or my thing is soccer. You know. I go to a game and the kids are, you know, playing, and I'm like, yeah, you know. Next thing you know, the people next to me, well, some of them give me an ugly look, but you know, most of them are like, yeah, you know, it it it, it just gets to where it, it just falls over on them because it's contagious. You know, we'll get a yeah, they, they feel stuff. free enough to start cheering on the kids, you know, to do that, right? Do their you stuff. Know, so. play, play the game the best you can, you know. Win or lose, do your best. Unless I'm sitting next to the parents that are the team of the opposite on the opposite team. <laughs> yeah, that well, you know, they should they should be mature enough to cheer for whatever child is playing. You know that well, they did no. well. You know, but well, I, I understand like I understand that. that competitive spirit too. You know. Oh yeah, it's pretty competitive here right now. We got two one team high school going to state. Uh, football team. Oh yeah, that is, that yeah that 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 increases that. <laughs> yeah, and then my grandson, his team, he's only seven. He'll be eight in August. 
his team won state championships. So, I mean, you can imagine the competitiveness. Of course, I, I had to be there to see them win the state uh, championship. It was awesome. <laughs> it was just awesome. Uh, I was a out there. That was cool. All right, well, then, Andy, thank you so much for checking in with us tonight, sharing that. That's awesome. Well, thank you. You have a a great night. Thank you for allowing me to share. Well, I'm glad. Hey, that's part of your testament, your testimony. (laughs) (laughs) All right, girl, you have a great one. We'll talk to you later. Okay, good night. Good night. All right. That was pretty exciting. Let's go here to my next caller, 908-305. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? This is Carol from New Jersey. Hi, Angela Joy. Well, wow. Carol from New Jersey. (laughs) Yes, hello. Well, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. (laughs) That is so awesome to hear. Well, let's pray for you, Carol. Sure, thank uh, you. Share some with us and let us catch us up to speed or catch me up to speed because I haven't talked to you in so long. Um, Father God, we just thank you for Carol tonight. We thank you, God, that, um, you know, as you came on the line, I just saw, like, um, I remember when I lived in Orlando, um, I would wake up. Where I lived was near, well, it was kind of near an area that's kind of, I didn't live near the area, but I was in the pathway of an area that led to a tourist area out near Disney somewhere, but they would cross near where my I would wake up every morning when the kids were little to the sound, not every morning, but just in the springtime, to the sound of hot air balloons. Hello? Hmm. Angela Joy. Hello? Hmm. Hello? Thank you, Jesus, in the name. 